You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to this episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast, season 11, episode 48. I'm John, I'm joined tonight by Erin. How are you doing? Good, thank you. I wasn't actually on last week in the end, but um, last week I would say was quite a low. And this Monday, a high, we've had a good week. Well, it was quite a high because the podcast was brilliant. But even though you went on, like it did go well, like we do all right when you're not it on. Was, it was okay. It was all right. But yeah, we've had two, two points, which is actually for us good going. And we've got a shiny new manager. Yes, handsome new manager as well. Let's face it. I I think most of the comments when Jim Good was announced, Jim Goodwin was announced, was mainly women saying about how hot he was. Yeah, but we're back. So now we've got the most handsome manager in the league again, because we did for ages. And now we do again. I thought it was not David Martindale. Like Davey. Oh, Davey's a good guy, though. (laughs) It was funny, Friday night, my, uh, my boy was saying to me, oh, by the way, I've just messaged David Martindale because his DMs are open on Twitter and he got back to him. So he was pretty pleased with that. Nice. So it's good. So the reason why we're partly talking about Livingston is, Ross, you're a lovely fan. Evening, absolutely, yeah. Love it. Are you loving this season? We've been, we've been okay. We've been a bit inconsistent. I guess like the majority of teams in the league, to be fair, I can't remember the Premiership ever being so... Uh, so tight is I'm not like 10 points separating probably eight, eight teams or so at the moment so uh, yeah four, four just points losing needless points uh, is it not like four <laughs> points between fourth and ninth Aye, absolutely is, it's um, crazy. all to play for um, so aside from being a lovely fan you are probably the reason we got Dead Sea Souls on because you managed Dead Sea Souls absolutely good guys Great band, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's great to see the guys back after after almost a decade hiatus. Uh, I can't believe it's a, a almost a full decade, but yeah, it's good to good to have the guys back. Aye, we should say this is another football music special which we're enjoying doing. We've had a few, so and this is about the ninth one we've done this season, so they're proving to be popular, and everyone gets more popular, which is good. So, folk, and we're getting you you folk are listening as well, and I think they're liking the music chat as well as the football chat. So, aye, it's good. Brilliant. And they want to come back on as well. So I have said they aren't going to come back on about 10 days before they're in more gig. So that'll be good. Cool. Uh, so uh, it's nice. That should be a good gig, you keep coming along to that. Well, it was an interesting story. When they were on, we were talking about gigs getting rearranged and stuff like that. I know we were talking about it before the podcast. So I'd actually booked tickets to see Luke LaVolp in Dundee. Oh, of course. I'm forgetting that's the same night, yeah. And it's the same night. Um, so... I know, having a wee laugh with me about that, the fact that I couldn't get to it, because there was something else as well that had been double booked. Oh, it was the December thing when the Charlatans and Dictator were supposed to be playing the same night. They both get cancelled, and it's worked out. I can see both now, because they're a different night, so it's worked out all right, that one. Because Dictator playing Friday, obviously, at Stereo with Sylvie. So, should be a good night. Right. that. That'll be good. It's great to see the guys doing so well at the moment. Um, obviously, a massive, massive year last year. Um, rounded off with that that award at the, the end of the year. And um, it's just continuing with the kind of press and stuff around them at the moment. There's a, a good sort of buzz, good bit of excitement. They've just announced an absolute host of uh, tour dates. Uh, I noticed they did the, 
the ratings ones the last couple of weeks. So yep. um, yeah, things all going in the in the right direction for them. And then see. there's a charity stuff decides for band camp for young boy Devin as well. So all money goes to his family. So I saw that brilliant cause. Um, that. So we also have we have not one bit guest but two guests tonight. Mark Sharp, how you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Aye, good. I mean, Erin, we're talking about Jim Goodwin being a handsome manager. Have we got the most handsome musician on from West Lothian tonight? <laughs> Not I don't know all the musicians in West Lothian, so I couldn't really comment. Right? You've met a few of them on the podcast. I think probably top five. <laughs> I would say confidently top five. Take that. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> so how you I'm doing? Need Goodwin though. That's a high. That's Silver Fox. Ah, exactly, Silver Fox. Just how got a on? nice bearded manager. Would do well with those. It's great. Though Derek never had a beard at first. Remember? Yeah, no. Then the beard came through, and everyone was pleased. Results did actually go downhill <laughs> when the beard came, but I think I think we're going to be fine. And have you seen him at training? Seen his boots? Lovely. <laughs> he just just very very positive in Aberdeen just now. Yeah, kind of boots is he got? I would guess. Quite old school. Uh, uh, he seems like a copper mondial. He yeah. is a copper mondial guy. Just, yeah, lovely. Yeah, Pleased to see that. He looks better uh, now. Than he did when he was playing. Oh, Miles, yeah. That's but that's because men age like fine wine and it's very unfair. Um, he also is, I think, speaks really well. And yeah, I was really, really pleased with the appointment, which I wanted for a long time, and also pleased with how he has come across so far. We are not doing well at all. And to be honest, appointing Motherwell is the best result we've had there all season. And he'd had 15 minutes, so, so it was a good start. And it's even better because we can now like um, rip into Kyle because we are both said we wanted Jim Goodwin a while ago and he was like, no chance, no chance. And then I think Kyle's a wee bit sad that Jim Goodwin's gone. Yeah, but they're going to get, who are they getting? Stephen Robinson. Stephen Robinson. Mm. It's all right. He was good at Motherwell. Mm. Up yeah, it just point. seems a bit like, well, I think it seems a little bit odd one because why would he come back here? But also... He was good at Motherwell, but he's not doing that brilliantly just now, is he? Aye, but he's at a team that have just been promoted into the leagues down south, Morecambe. So I think it's their first season in League 2 for a while, or maybe ever. A good few ex-Aberdeen players there as well. Mm. So, well, it's been manager, manager shuffling about quite heavily the past couple of weeks in Scotland. Does Mark McGee makes his return to the Premiership? <laughs> bizarre appointment, absolutely bizarre appointment. I don't even think he was on any bookies lists, um, but that was clearly in the pipeline for a while because it was only only just after um, Pete got sacked. It was only about what twenty four hours after that they, they announced McGee. So yeah, I saw the thing come up on BBC, and I was like, right, because my mom had been saying for ages she thought James McPate was the next go. And my mom doesn't really know about football, but she picked this up from she gleaned this information from watching sports scene and a bit of the BBC Sports News, and it decided. Although she did text me a couple of weeks ago and say that she changed her mind and thought it's going to be Callum Davidson. Um, and I said, I think I said in response to her, I hope it's ours. And actually, it turns out it was ours. And now James McPake and Callum Davidson lives on. But um, she is confused because James McPake managed to get a decent, a draw against St. Johnston, which was all right. A decent result. I think, who was it? 2-1? And then we also had the cup. Mm-hmm. And the cup, yeah, yeah, yeah and get sacked Hearts straight away. And it's like, and then the yeah, there's some... So, like, I don't, it, it, it seems really odd, 
unless you think they were going to sack him a month ago and didn't because they were getting someone else in. And then you're like, well, okay, fair enough. They've been working on getting someone else in for a month. They didn't want a hiatus period. It's a big risk when you're looking at relegation. So I was like, oh, I wonder who it is. Next day, it's Mark McKay. Right. Gordon Strachan's pal. It's blown my mind. He can't even even be in the dugout until his first game actually is us, which is great. Um, But do you see him? At least he can't score against us. He can't score against us. That's one thing. Unless he registers as a player. Yeah, now I'm again, can I? Do you see him sat in the stands yeah. as well? Like, normally everyone just sits there with their MacBook. He had a full desktop computer. <laughs> Don't get a good record of being in the stands either, does he? No. Yeah. It was a drama when they came <laughs> I mean, I, I just cannot understand what would... It's bizarre. Really bizarre, but funny. Funny for everyone else. Dundee must be raging. Aye. But so- overall, I think... Like as long it as well, it's, so. it's funny, isn't it? When it's just like someone like that. Yeah, yeah. they were well set up at the weekend against Celtic. I mean, they only oh, had a couple of chances, but they took them. Do you know what I mean? They went one up, did they not? Yeah. I was at the same time, like nineteen percent possession. <laughs> <laughs> and they aye, got... I mean, right to the end of it, but aye. And both Dundee teams have got both Glasgow teams in the cup. Who's got who again? Celtic got Dundee United. Celtic Dundee United, there. It's a tougher one, isn't it? Yeah. And they're going to be, well, depending on how things go, they're going to maybe play on the Monday night, even though they could have a European tie on Thursday, which looks unlikely after a result Thursday. Mm -hmm. But you never know. Yeah, but Monday, Thursday is the same as Thursday, Sunday. I know, but it's just weird. It's not unlike us to do that. I've seen other countries do it. They've got to, though, because if they're in Europe on the Thursday, that needs to come first. And you can't play another day than Sunday, Monday. And there's no way Dundee are going to have both those games on the same day on Sunday because it'll be an absolute massacre in Dundee. It'll be a riot. The police in Dundee will have said no to that because it will be an utter mess. And The stadiums are so close. Yeah, Yeah, you're not watching both both Glasgow teams there on the same day. It will be... (laughs) horrendous I mean to be honest even if it was you know Aberdeen and Motherwell it's still a lot of work it's a lot of policing it's a lot of people it's a lot going on I don't think it really matters which two teams are because of how close the grounds are so I think you need um, one a split on Monday but playing Thursday Sunday is the same as playing Monday Thursday anyway it's two clear days between so I don't think it matters Aye, but you'll get one half of the old firm complaining that the other one's got an extra day to prepare if they both get through, they might not get. It might be neither get both neither get through. Maybe Dortmund will come here and and win. Celtic look like they're probably going out, don't they? Yeah, I mean that, that team looked good though. To be fair, but I feel I still feel like Celtic should have been beating them at home. Or do you think there's um? Do you think there's a chance? There's always a chance, but I can't actually happen to be honest. Yeah. But aye, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. We'll, we'll I just think the risk see, but... is that if they're chasing it, they will probably concede again, and then it just becomes very difficult. Yeah, they they set up so similar as well. Like they're they're they're, they're like on the attack in front all the time, and Celtic are the greatest at, at the back. So I like you say, if Celtic are hitting the counter, they're they're going to get done. But I see played, what happens. Anything can happen. They played Ange ball better than Ange on Thursday. That's true. That is true. He I think Ange will be the first to admit that. Aye. He looked a bit bemused at the end of the game. He was kind of like, what have I just seen? But 
Aye, fair play. Yeah. It shows you what can be done with like limited resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are Celtic pleased yeah, with their manager this season? I get the impression oh, he's been a success. Yeah, definitely. Big Ange, man. Right, Erin, what are you eating just now? Like, it's just like a, it's like a weekly thing. It's not just like your your football food chat. Like, I, we may as well. I need. To, I, I'm going to dig you out every time and ask you. I'm, so, what, what are you I'm just having a little yogurt. Is that okay? Yeah, we're very professional on the podcast. You can see. So, I've been very busy. I've been very busy today. I've got a lot on. You've always got a lot on, like, and I've got a busy week. And then on Saturday, Petrodri is going to be a sellout as we welcome Alex Ferguson back. Yes. Quite a nice first home game for our new manager as well, so isn't it? Any pressure. He's playing Saturday. He's going to be like, oh, Petrodri's brilliant. It's bouncing. Great. Um, yeah. I don't remember it being like this when I've been here before. Um, from the, but it won't be. Saturday, Ross. Right. Ah. Bit of a derby, that as well. So, yeah. Yeah. It is a kind of, yeah, I suppose it kind of is. It's a new firm, Derby, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I was going to say, is that, is that noise called the, the new firm? Ah. Yeah. But that's like I do. It's one of those like can you even call it that now because it's when it's probably the old firm now, yeah. isn't it? Really, if you think about it. Ah, hmm. uh, it's true. It's the old firm anyway. Because when the two teams are doing well, that's why it was called the new firm. Whereas now, they're, they're no challenging for the top flight, the top the league. Oh I no, I, I checked. So mathematically, we can't win the league anymore. Oh, have you checked? Is that you conceded? Conceded <laughs> finally. It's always next year. Math- yeah. I checked yesterday. So mathematically, we're we're short. If we'd won on Saturday, you never know. But no, mathematically, the league's off. Right. And the Scottish oh. Cup's hundred percent off. Yes, it's definitely. But if we get Europe, I think if we get Europe. That is good, considering how this season's been. So that's the plan: get Europe, yeah. and then we'll just have to have a better season next year. Erin, I think this is the most you've tried about football since about October. I'm just feeling very happy about it. Shall I ask my, shall I ask a music question now? So? No, no, I never even got to finish, <laughs> I never even got to finish my introduction for Mark. Like, oh, sorry, Mark. As, as, <laughs> you you were like in with like Jim Goodwin. Uh, aye, so Mark Sharp is of Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves, so that people know because not everyone might know Mark Sharp. So we need to tell people. So yeah. Mark, you tell us about the band. I'll just say like, does my name come up? iPhone in this. Aye, it's fine. It's all right. <laughs> just make sure that's not my name. But uh, sorry about. I just um, we banned through West Lothian again. Five piece. Um, we don't steal bikes, but one of the members had his bike stolen fairly recently. So we're we're no we're not so much thieves anywhere near victims. That's a good name. I like it. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's a, that's certainly a talking point as well but they always ask if you stole bikes and I know they can tell them no but the guitarist got his bike stole it's a shame see when you were coming up with a name what was your other names that you thought of was there anything else that was like good or bizarre um, no nah, they were all, they were all terrible like, but I think um, the other guys somebody mentioned the other guys Mark Sharp and the other guys don't know why but like, I think that's uh, there's a, the film with Will Ferrell in there, the other guy, so it's maybe for oh, that. But... Uh, maybe. So there was, uh, there, was, there was no other contenders, to be honest. Actually, here's a question. <laughs> what is the worst band name you've ever heard? Either of you, Ross, uh, any of you, worst band name you've ever heard? If you can think of... There's a few, there's a few going there. I'm struggling to think of one off the top of my head. You, get, you get some... Some, some long names... Yeah. 
Well, look at Oasis. It was, it, off a, it was off a gig poster, wasn't it? Was yeah. It Swindon? Wasn't it Swindon? I think. Oasis yeah. Centre or something like that. Yeah. It must be quite hard to choose a bad name because it's kind of, it's a huge thing. And then you're kind of stuck with it, really. And it's like, yeah. it needs to be able to work long term. It can't just be like a little short term joke. And it's hard because you have to think about brands. Again, very difficult. Got to be something yeah. that you can search easily, not something that searching online for for hours at, at like common band names uh, to try and yeah, find material or find them on Facebook or tag them in an event, and you just can't find them at all because they've got such a common name. Uh, yeah, so can't be a really common Twitter handle. You're going to tag the wrong one, and that's a nightmare. Yeah. Also, I don't think <laughs> you want it to be necessarily a long name, but then some of the long ones are good. Colonel Mustard and the Dijon Five, I think, so clever. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's every time you see a gig poster, you always see that, and it's so funny. And like you remember it. play every festival, but yeah, it's it's always the one that you see first as well. And you're like, oh, class. There's a band called Viagra Boys. That's a that's a. I don't know if that's a class name or a, the worst name I've ever heard in my life. I take it. They're playing that. I take it. It's outstanding. Outstanding when you go and see them. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I'm going to see them in. Uh, they're playing. they Primavera and um, in the summer. I'm going to go see them. I oh, go to Primavera. Cool. I've not been in Barcelona. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. In Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Amazing. I've been to Benigazim in Barcelona, but I've not been to uh, this one. So I'm looking forward to it. Strokes are playing. And a team in Bala playing. Aye, aye, they're actually. I like them. And gorillas, gorillas are playing as well. That's that'd be quite cool to see. Headliners. That. Aye, definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's quite. Uh, it's a good. It's a good lineup, right? I can't remember the whole thing, but I think it's there's like. Yeah, it's over like Nick two weekends. Bad seeds as well, actually. Like Erin, don't you kick on that you know this. You're looking up Google just now. I know you are. I can tell. No, we <laughs> spoke about this in the office, and um, one of my colleagues is gone, and we spoke about this in the office, right and who was playing. And we were speaking about, so chart music, I don't know anything because I don't listen to the radio in the car. Um, so I don't know who like anyone knew yeah. it really anymore because you just listen to the stuff that you like and you go and pick on Spotify. It's not like the old days where everyone knew the top 40 because you just had the radio. So mm-hmm. um, apparently for a guy called Dave is big. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, my That's him. what I've heard recently. Dave. Like <laughs> on, the sub- yeah, on the subject of like, Random like stage names like I've, 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 just I've, gone no I've seen him build. I've seen him build for a few things, but I've absolutely I couldn't pick a song of his. Like no, yeah, I don't really pay much attention to, the, to the like charts. A TV ah, program, it's a, Dave. It's a TV uh, channel, I. Channel, I. Yeah, but he's literally just gone with. I don't even know if it's his real name. I'll check. Um, I wonder what but yeah, he is. is. He apparently is. Dave, Dave. He is, his real name is, oh, it's it is, his name is David, yeah. David. Keep it as simple as David. I couldn't tell you what's in the charts either. If I'd be oh, ever listening to the radio, it's like Smooth FM or something. Yeah. He obviously was just like, Dave's my name, so that'll do, won't it? Fair enough. Uh, like Adele, or like, sure. Yeah, Madonna. Sylvie? Yeah. Sylvie. Even though yeah. that's not a real name, mm. not a real name, but, yeah, yeah. But it sounds like it could be a first name. 
Yeah, it does. I, yeah. I actually thought it was religious. I do, I, and I still call her that. Yeah, I'd imagine people just call her that now. Although the- sometimes when I see people call her on Twitter, I'm like, actually, I know her real name. Like, I'm her pal. <laughs> Quite fun. And I guess, I suppose, um, well, lots of people in bands don't use their real name because they use, like, a cool stage name. Like, Ringo mm-hmm. Starr is not Ringo Starr. Yeah. So I suppose it's just, like, people... I guess you can call yourself whatever you like. I think choosing your band name is always stressful. Right, Erin. Yeah. If you were to have an alternative, say you could sing, right? Okay, yeah, this is a big if, but yeah, imagine. And you, and you were to have a stage name, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. That's quite a good one, actually. That's yeah, a good like, I know, like, just. Do you know what? Big fan of Velma Kelly from Chicago, so I'd maybe just go Velma, but then people might think it's Scooby Doo, and I wouldn't want that. <laughs> what well, about. I, but you could do something like that would incorporate, like, Scooby Doo in the name as well. It could be Velma. But it's not Scooby Doo. That's the whole point. I don't want that in it. Like, you know, like Scooby Doo? Well, yeah, but it's not. Reference. You could just play the play the soundtrack. But when I walk out to the is there a Scooby Doo soundtrack? Is that such a thing? Aye. Right. Okay. Aye. Nice. So definitely a song in there. Aye. I don't like a thing like a Mandela effect, did you? I can't even think how it goes just now, but there definitely is a, a tune. Was it because it was always like when the body was chasing them? And yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah, I guess okay. Yeah, there'd be like a little piano bit, I suppose. Aye, because they're all running really, really fast. The body's like not even moving, but then the next thing you know, the body's right behind them. It's also a film, <laughs> so there must be. If it's a film, there must be like a a song for the film, like you know when the the bit, the opening bit, the credits. Yeah. Okay, that be a song. Would we get into trouble if we went on to like online and played the? Yeah, we're not going to play the so no, I don't think we can. Not, not allowed. Right, okay. You can play a certain amount of seconds. I don't I know. I don't know how it works know. with the copyright. I don't know if you. Can no, I don't think you can play anything, unfortunately. Like everyone's going to be. Everyone's going to be. But like we could that. all just we could listen to it in our own homes separately later on. We can all look forward to the same time. see if someone puts themselves on mute and plays it, then we can find out, and then someone could hum the tune, and then ah, that's it. Shock or not. Because if I do it, you will have no idea what it is. It will not. Well, we will. We will because we've said it's a Scooby Doo tune, so we're all right. Yeah, but but later you'll listen to it and you'll be like, that's not what she was humming. (laughs) I don't have the capabilities to be able to hum. Like, you know, someone says to you, like, oh, that song. And I'm like, oh, you know the one? And it goes like, and I'll do it. No one ever gets it from that. (laughs) And I wish I could sing. I think it's really unfair that some people can because it must be such a good thing to be able to do to be musical. Just not. I'm not any timing either. Like you know, when you go to like the theatre and people clap a lot, and I've got to look at the person beside me to know when to do the claps. So I just don't have any inherent timing. You could just mind clapping. You could just like get on. Just <laughs> yeah, but you still got to like do it at the same time. So I have to like look and be like, right, they're clapping then. But I just know. don't know how people do yeah. it. Maybe it's maybe someone could teach you. Can I? I don't know if you can talk that. Can I ask my music question, please? Here you go. It is to both of you. Do you like Taylor Swift? I prefer uh, her older stuff, to be fair. Yeah, not... not her uh, country stuff, yeah, fine. Yeah, good. Go for the the old sort of country albums and stuff. Pictures absolutely. burn, brilliant, yeah. Defo. She sure, bought a couple of her old, older albums somewhere, actually. Good answer, fine. Yeah, I, I don't mind a bit Taylor Swift. Like, I think uh, it's classic. She, she like, proper writes her own songs and that. For, for being a pop Me too. star, if she were But um, Cammy plays guitar for us. Is, is like proper and lovely. He's got a wee footy snap on the wall. He's practicing now. Uh, it's a bit weird, but 
But she's uh, great, no, and she's meant to be super lovely as well. Aye, she got like them. Um, what was her album? Was that above here? Nineteen eighty nine. It's an excellent one. I saw that on tour, and she was brilliant. Yeah, Blind then, Space is really good. Yeah. It's funny, even people I know who are quite snobby about music all say that Blank Space is brilliant. And it's like, things like reading in books and like music and stuff. I don't really understand people who are snobby, like let people enjoy what they like. Aye, but Erin, you just said you don't listen to the charts. So has that not been snobby? I don't do it because I don't like it. I just don't listen to the radio. Like, it's not, I think like you don't have to listen to radio now because there's so much other choice. I tend to listen to a podcast, often this one. Um, or is that yeah, just, is that just to hear, is that just to hear yourself speaking? I'm just checking how, how it was. <laughs> Actually, I listen to the ones that I normally listen to ones that I'm not on. And then in the car, I'll just put on Spotify. So it's not a snobby thing. It just I don't tend to put the radio on, and I also don't know when the charts are on anymore. Is it still a Sunday night? I don't know. I think it's a Friday now. Actually, yeah, it changed that. Friday That's night. Like Friday, Friday release day. Yeah, Friday, Friday. Big Friday chart day. Friday night, get a brought prosecco open, get the charts on. Top of the pops. That's finished, isn't it? Top of the alcohol pops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. See, I know. Actually, we were actually I'm not we drinking actually tonight. Maybe I'm better when I don't com- drink. We had quite a serious conversation in the office, reminiscing about the the collapse of top of the pops. Because it was good. Mm-hmm. Top of the pops was decent. I do sometimes, sometimes, only sometimes check the album charts because bands that I like are more likely than the album charts, maybe than the the top forty. Yeah. If it's, is it still uh, even called the top 40? Is that what they call it still? I think so. Um, yeah, it must be. They, I mean, they have charts because you hear it, but it's so different now as well because people are buying, like, you'd go out and buy a CD and then it'd be, like, the sale of the CD over the week, like, to what, Friday, and then the Sunday was, the, like, so different now because you just don't have any of that. Yeah, the official UK top 40. Who's number one at the moment? It's that song from Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. Oh. oh, and then after that, it's Taylor no Swift's idea. new one, but she's got Ed Sheeran on it. I'm, I'm not the biggest Ed Sheeran fan. Then oh, Ed yeah. Sheeran's involved in something else. Then it's something else from Encanto. Then Sam Fender. Do you know who Sam Fender is? Hi, Sam Fender's all right. D Bot. Don't know. 17 going under. That's been there for a while. Though. I don't imagine yeah. it's been out for a while. I actually do know that one. And it's then now we're into things. Top 10 of that. <laughs> R.D. Hazy, Dove Cameron. I think the last time I... heavy amount of Ed Sheeran, Tiesto, huh? Justin Bieber. I've heard of Justin Bieber. And you needed the full charts, Erin. Just have a look to see if I know people. There's a countdown. lot of things I don't know. <laughs> like, you're doing the wrong way around. You're doing one to 40. You're not going to get There's a lot of people there I don't know, and there's a heavy amount of Adele and Ed Sheeran, so that's also not music is now. Aye, it's just the same bands are getting the top 40 all the time, I think. Yeah. I just think the charts are not what they used to be because nowadays, and this must be, I guess it totally changes things for bands, but the charts were such a big thing because on a Sunday night, that's why everyone listened to because it was the radio and it was just huge. But now things are so accessible that that's just why people don't do that. You know, if I wanted to listen to the charts, you could do it easily, but I'm not really in the, re- like the car off from the radio on and you don't really hear music in that way. And I'm guessing for bands, it's totally different because previously you released singles and you did all of this. And now it's like, I guess, mainly online. Like the CDs yeah, I guess, the, I guess the album chart still holds that kind of importance where it's still quite iconic and bands obviously strive to have a number one album, but not so much for the, 
with the singles now. A lot of it streams though as well, isn't it? So you're not actually kind of consuming them. You're not actually purchasing the music, and it's just gone when it's gone. Like it's just. And Scott said it's like zero point zero two p for every stream or something. Oh, it's yeah, absolute minimal, minimal. That's that. Uh, well, like can't even treat yourself to a bag of chips. <laughs> that's the that's the modern rock star, isn't it? So the main money in music business now from gigs, really, because CDs and stuff, I guess, is just not yeah. a thing now. Yeah, gigs and merch, to be honest, is kind of the kind of sort of main ones. I do like merch. I always say, no, we don't, we don't need a t-shirt, do we? But they're just very tempting. And always when they look good, you think, oh, just get a little t-shirt. Yeah. So a wee souvenir for a gig as well, isn't it? Some of them are really good as well. And then you think, oh, that's a nice t-shirt. I'll oh, just get it. You know what I don't like, though? Like, I like gig, I like band t-shirts. And this might just be me. I don't like a band T-shirt when it's got the list of tour dates on the back. I just want. I want yeah, a T-shirt to wear in my I, normal life. I, I just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't. No, I'm the same, mate. But I, I remember my missus was like, oh, she, she loves that, so I got her like one with Rolling Stones one for like old tour dates. But I was like, nah, I don't know, I don't know why I don't like that, but. I mean, it's probably a good, it's pretty good thing because you get it when it's on that tour or whatever. Yeah, but. Aye, I am not fine. I've always been. What about you, Ross? Do you like it? It doesn't phase me either way, to be honest, but I can see why, obviously, to monetize it, isn't it? You can stick the exact same T-shirt out multiple times and just stick different tour dates on the back and sell them as a a different item every time. Um, Yeah, it's not what I've really thought about, to be fair. Uh, I try and slow down on the on the purchasing of band t-shirts because I was going through a period of every gig I would buy whatever merch and it's always good to support the band as well but certainly at the, the bigger shows I, I don't tend to and they're a hell of an expensive now I mean some some gigs you can go to can be 25-30 quid for a t-shirt I, I, was, at the, I was at Kasabian last year um, and I, <laughs> I paid 40 quid for a long sleeve Mental. quite pricey it was, that's the top of the higher end isn't it's it it's pretty cool though because it was like the whole skeleton like Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah, and it, yeah. it kind of—I think it can. If I, if I was of an age to still go clubbing, I think it would kind of glow in the dark. Which I don't know whether I would have wanted if I was out clubbing to be honest, because it would attract attention. But ah, it's <laughs> love it. Um, That's Aaron, what's the last band T-shirt you bought? Um, uh, probably uh, Arab Strap. I think actually, it's quite a nice one. It's not bad. Um. I think so, yeah. I like a t-shirt that hasn't got the dates on the back because I like it to be just wearable as a normal t-shirt. Like, I wouldn't wear a t-shirt yeah. with the dates on the back, like, with jeans in my normal life, so no. I like it. They're good. I've got a couple of really nice Twilight Sad ones. They're good. The, the one that they did with, was it Bands FC? It's tremendous. They're cool, aren't they? Yeah. Bands FC stuff's brilliant, yeah. Such a cool concept. Almost as cool as the podcast, Football Tops. Absolutely, yeah, I'm loving these. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, I'm going to um, get a good photo of mine and put it on Twitter, and then everyone can see it properly. But I think they're really cool. Mine's yeah, actually definitely, a little bit Definitely get them up for sale. What, Esk? Yeah, yeah. Living strip, actually, the black, the yellow. I just realised that. Hmm. Oh, but, aye, but, but it's cool. You've got it. You, it's more cool than a living strip, you're right. I need to get it and wear it to a uh, live game. I'll be honest, I think Lovey Home and Away Tops are the... Oh, probably up there with the best tops in the league this year. I quite I like the kind of simplicity of them actually. Yeah, the, the I think strips, 
I'm not a strong huge game, fan like. of the home, to be fair. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the home this season. I don't know <laughs> if it's just too simple. I guess it's because it's one of these run-of-the-mill template tops rather than specifically designed. I like the away with the kind of, almost like the kind of sash down it. Uh, but you yeah, can't, I mean, can't I, say that in the podcast. I, I know what I was going to say. I was like, uh, <laughs> you just glad it's no orange. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it marks. Do you remember when he had what's that? Sorry, mate. I was, was going to say, do you remember when Lovey had the like the, the, the three tops that it was like they were all class? I think one was like a kind of goldy, you know, they had the purple and then the. White one. I think it's when Marvin Andrews played. Oh, aye, the purple away top was, uh, that was when we wore in Europe. The one season we made it to Europe, and um, excluding the, the Iron Brew Cup, obviously. Um, yeah, one season we wore, wore the uh, that purple top, Intelligent Finance, away to Grants and the Doos. Uh, all the tops that season were classes. Aye, they were cool. So, I've got questions. I'm not going to say all of who they're from. Because I can't even remember just now. I've wrote some down. I've got some other places. Ross, do you th- still think you are David Fernandez? I did see that one coming in earlier. That was a, a completely bizarre one. Uh, <laughs> favorite favorite Libby player of all time, I have to say. But uh, I don't know if I if I think I'm David Fernandez. I wouldn't say I've quite got the football skills, even nearly. Uh, absolute legend, though, Libby legend. And he obviously moved to Celtic as well. Celtic, yes, uh... absolutely, yeah. Came back, won the cup with us. See, I'm never quite That's sure right. when folk ask a question if they want a shout out. And but it wasn't a real name on Enix or I don't know if you know them on Twitter. That was you who asked it. So it must be someone you know, I get I guess. Oh Rosalind. It must be. Erin, hey, like, are you getting your question in earlier about the food? Because I I tried to do, a I do it now. When I was do talking, it now. see, I was doing the, the chip talk earlier. Was it chips? Something like no, your yogurt. I thought I thought you were asked. No, I try to segue. Nice wee segue, isn't it? I'll do it now. <laughs> oblivious, oblivious. This is so, what. Okay, both with. of you have been to football and you like football. What is your favourite pie? What like what for what stadium? Or um, yes, yeah, specific is good, but also just general flavour fine as well. It's good to know the specific place oh. though too. Oh, I don't know. I've never tried the Stevens, Stevens Bakery, those Brideys, Dunfermline, brilliant. A br- well, controversial, but yeah, that counts. Yeah. I'll give you that. I think they have been before. <laughs> the Brideys at Dunfermline. Um, don't know. I'm not, not too sure. Uh, Do you like a pie? Aye, mate. Maybe steak pie. Right. Or... Steak's a good one. Haggis, haggis pies are quite good. There's a place called Connell's around here that's class haggis pies. Just haggis or other stuff? Oh, I did the day of the day. Like, is it just haggis and the haggis pie? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So. You get a chicken haggis nice. peppercorn sauce at Ross County. They've upped their game. They mm-hmm. have upped their game. That's good, isn't it? And did I know so St Johnston do my favourite pie in Scottish football, which is taking treats? So, do you see what they had on at the weekend? Macaroni and chorizo. Did look decent, but that's it looked outstanding. St Johnson's pies, very good. And the chicken curry at Motherwell, I had again on Saturday just to check it was still good. Excellent, amazing. Lovey occasionally have donor kebab pies, but I've always missed them when they're on their own. So I had a macaroni pie at Lovey, and I think for 
I mean, for the Tony Macaroni Arena, it was shocking. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> Not known for our quality of pies, although they are better no. than we have to say. Petrodri is probably the worst, I think. It's not good there at all. I don't um I don't normally get anything Celtic actually. Not really. I don't eat eyebrox. Yeah. Try to think. Have you never had Dundee a blue, have you never had a blue nose bugger, Erin? Never <laughs> never been tempted. Right. They still do them, by the way. I don't even know if they still do them. That's like going back a, a way. I guess is that a genuine I, thing, is it? Aye. Like, I don't oh, get involved in the food there. To be fair, Celtic's food's pretty good. I don't get involved in the food at Celtic either, normally. I did keep people with the Domino's for a while, but I think that'll stop now, isn't it? Apparently you've got some kind of vegan thing going on, Scott yeah. was saying. Oh, in fact, I did have a sausage roll at Celtic because timing was annoying and I was starving. Not good. So, no. I've had an eye there, made that good, actually. I've had a... 30 pints to see two-thirds of the pitch and then four pounds for a disgusting sausage roll. It's not acceptable. You get a Sorry nice chicken that. curry at Dundee <laughs> and Dundee United do a good macaroni. That chorizo one sounds amazing. Steak and chorizo is honestly, it, they are outstanding. I would be devastated if St. Johnston went down for that reason alone. You, could, you, can't <laughs> order, you can't order them from the Richards, I think. Can you? Aye. See, see during the uh, lockdown, St. Johnston were doing like a great thing whereby if you ordered the stream... You could ask to get a pie delivered as well, so you were still getting the experience of. Yeah, but they weren't probably not eating that, were they? <laughs> Aye. Aye, that's but... class. I check if I can get one. No, nice. honestly, you got pals, you got pals with SL or something like that. You could like have a wee word and see if they I have hints of all that thing, but she's Aye. never offered. Yeah, um, so pie boxes. It's in Johnson Reading pie boxes. So macaroni, scotch, tape, steak, and chorizo. But I don't know how one gets themselves. Like, how do I get one delivered to me here? Maybe next time I just buy, maybe next time I ask for a pie and I say, have you got any not cooked yet? And then I ask her to give me a box of them, the, the girl at the counter or something. <laughs> what you could Sitting do. Sitting in the second half with a box of pies. What you could I'd do. I'd have to look after it, you're right. You know how like folk like get things sent to a peel box? You could get like a peel box in Perth. To get them delivered. Yes, and then I could drive and up. And collect them. them. Yeah, that's actually a good shame. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea because they're on it. Like, I cannot explain how good they genuinely run to Perth, get yourself a pie. It's not a place of Johnson, do they not? Have they played them yet? Yeah, I'm going to get a ticket 100%. And even just for the pie. Because you're not there for the game, remember? You're there for the pie. So it doesn't matter where you sit. Ah, true. They're honestly just genuinely outstanding. And um, I like macaroni a lot as well, and I was quite disappointed to see that one on Saturday because I was heading to Motherwell. And but Motherwell chicken curry, very good again, and can also recommend that. Uh, you're not asking your pizza question, no? Yes. So I think I think this week someone's going to agree with me. When you get a pizza, right? Imagine a pizza. Do you both like pizza? Yeah, yeah. That'd be a pineapple. It's worse. It's worse than the now, pineapple question. So you've got. <laughs> You've got the lovely, like, brilliant, like, tomatoey bit, the toppings, the cheese, all the nice things on the pizza, right, in the middle. And then you've got the dry crust. So which bit are you going to eat first? Are you going to eat the lovely bit first and have a dry crust? Or are you going to eat the crust first and then enjoy the delicious filling last? I can safely say I don't think I've ever, I've ever eaten the crust first. No. I think it's because the way you, you, I think it's Spicy. just... 
messy otherwise, isn't it? I think it's more the mess that are the No, it's not. If you're holding the holding the contents of the pizza and then eating the crust. I make a mess of it at the best of times. So (laughs) (laughs) I I have to or you go, Mark, but I'll, I'll give a theory of why Erin does no, this. No, no, you go, mate. And she mar- no, you don't, no, you go, and then I'll say why Erin can do it this way, and we can't, maybe. Yeah. No, I just, I was you just going to say, quite normal. Yeah. I, I think that the, it's a wee treat at the end of the crust. Exactly. So basically, I the way, think the Erin can, can do it because she's got nails to hold. <laughs> so like, she actually uses that as the crust. The, uh, I actually would work quite well just to prop it up, but I don't really. Um, but, <laughs> what I mean, we're going to find Erin, people. Someone Erin, is going to come on this podcast and tell me someone, that that's how they eat pizza. There's two people, you and other John, and that's it. That is it. It's <laughs> not going to happen. I've seen people just eat like, like basically keep the crust, just like cut a circle in between the crust and meet the middle bit. This is a big circle of crust. I so don't I know if that's quite that. similar, but. What, just I think I've just left a wee wheel like of crust. Middle bit to cut out. So they do like a yeah. giant pizza and it's salad in the middle instead. Not the same, is it? No, but see, you've uh, also said, though, that in some places you would eat a pizza with a knife and fork. It's no made to be eaten with a knife and fork. No. Yeah, if you were in, in a restaurant, you probably would. No. It's designed like as finger food. If you were in Pizza Express, you would. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> pizza Express is a place where I've seen folk do that day, but I know. It's, what do you do? Just cut it into like a slice and eat it with your hands? Of course. That's no, how pizza is yeah. supposed to be. Cut eaten. it into eight slices or however many and just demolish it. Cut it into eight slices because I'm going to eat 12. <laughs> good one. I like that. That is a good one. Right, we'll get back to a bit of football question. That, actually, I think we're having the most football chat ever on our music football podcast. Maybe take it a wee bit. Maybe not. I don't know. Ross, you have been asked also. You only have a choice to see one team again. Is it Lovey or Scotland? I think it was alluding to that, basically. Uh, I'm going to go country. I'm going to go Scotland. Go in Scotland. Is that because Lovey have only been in existence for less than maybe your age? Uh, they have slightly, yeah. I was uh, six, six years old when Livy were five years old when Livy were formed. No, I guess as much as I, I, I love the team, I just have always been a sort of country over club kind of guy, albeit very close, very close. Um, love falling, Scotland, home and away, and yeah, love falling, Livy, home and away. Sometimes less so. Um, but no, I guess because the national team's doing so well at the moment as well. There's just that sort of energy and that sort of like national sort of pride, I guess, again, that almost seemed like a chore going and watching Scotland for a for a few years there. But um, but yeah, definitely it's an exciting time to be to be following the national team. PG Chalaya asks, what's your favourite away day with a TA that you've done? Tricky one. Um, do you know I was spoiled because my first ever away day was was France in 07. Went for my for my 18th and obviously McFadden scored that famous goal. Like that was just incredible. Like best got to get it. Um so that was yeah, that was incredible. But I, I think aside from that, like absolutely loved uh, Malta. Malta was brilliant because we hired like a boat and we, we put on a booze cruise and stuff and we took over uh, one of my mates is, is Maltese's family uh, runs a series of pubs in, in Malta uh, so we took over one of those pubs for 
for pretty much a week and we had like loads of gigs and DJ sets and just we kind of made it the base of the Tartan Army when we were over there. Fat Harry's, absolute brilliant place. And it was your said Scottish Maltese mate that asked you that question about Livia. Was Scotland. it? Was it? Aye, Daniel. Was yeah, um, brilliant. He did say he'd sent in a question and I had absolutely no idea. I was a wee bit kind of sounded a bit ominous when he says I've sent a belt of a question and I was like, oh Jesus, what's he asking? Well, too bad. well, that's a nice question at least. There is a, now I don't know if this question was directed at just one of you or both of you, but this is a Scott McGill type question. Erin, you know what McGill questions are like, don't you? Yeah, so you, be prepared for this one. Because we put up on Instagram, we did the whole like ask people a question and all that type of thing. So I'm guessing that must be one of your mates, either one of you, right? <laughs> Lee McKenzie. Aye. Is that a mate? Uh, it's my mate, aye. Right, okay. And are they, it's a big jambo. Are they the type of person that would ask like the most random, awkward, weird questions? Aye. Aye. Probably, aye. yes, aye. You, you might have been asked this before, right? So you did say before the podcast you would answer anything. I don't know where you're, how you're answering this one. Would you rather sit on a cake and eat dick? Or sit in a dick and eat cake. Yeah, yeah I, I did tell you, I did warn you. That's it. Cool. it was aimed at Mark. By the way, more. Ross, you, you've got a free pass here. I'm sitting out of this. I've got a free pass. I'm sitting out of this one. I'll go with Ross's answer. This is <laughs> so, on the subject of that, on the subject of that question, I may as well do the old sponsored ad. 20% off free shipping at Manscaped. You can make your dick look Better than a cake. <laughs> Short, snappy, to the point. I like it, mate. I like it. We might end up with... Uh, it's a family show. I always get told it's a family show when I do these ads. <laughs> Can we say there maybe be cream in the cake? The cake. Um, so, yeah, 20% off. Free shipping. SFA podcast. Capital letters. Get involved. So... All right. so, so thanks to Lee actually for giving me that, that segment. Right, cheers, <laughs> tied, in, tied in nicely. Love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought I'd get out get out just now. Get out early. But, uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. So uh, is that the type of question you normally get from him? Like in the kitchen at the end of the night? Or not? <laughs> is it just you know, that way at the kitchen? In nah, the kitchen, the most start of the night, mate. Start of the night. He's on it. He's on it straight away. Right, the West Lothian music scene. Ross, you are almost seen as some kind of guru for this scene, by the way. Every every band that's on, everyone, singer, band, it's a lot of it's down to you in terms of promoting. Oh, they're too nice. Uh, do you know, I merely pulled together the talent that is that is in the area and it's, um, there's an incredible, obviously, array of, of music at the moment, musicians, bands, solo artists, uh, in, in the area and it's it's good to see it kind of recognised on a well an international level now I guess De- definitely international level it's like West per capita West Lothian must have had the most number ones like recently like with Capaldi and the Snuts I absolutely it's just got such a strong scene I think a lot of it's actually down to like see when you if you look back to 10-12 years ago and the likes of Harley's Bar The Attic and a couple of other venues. Uh, now, if in Glasgow or Edinburgh, the majority of uh, venues, and in fact, pro- pretty much every other town across Scotland as well, uh, all over 18s. So Harley's and the Attic and such like 
These were like over 14s, over 16s gigs. So you had your Apple Scruffs, your Dead Sea Souls, your Ray Summers, Tango in the Attic, all these kind of touring bands that would kind of low level sort of touring bands that would tour Scotland. And we would have local supports in. Um, and that's where you would see like a sort of young Louis Capaldi, the, young, the guys for the Snuts would be there, like likes of Sharpie. Um, look, like all, all of these folk would be in the crowd. They'd be wanting to to support at these shows and I guess because that was an option and these venues were around it, it kind of formed the basis of that sort of initial Bathgate music scene uh, and then in years to come obviously these acts were then obviously especially Lewis and the Snuts are just obviously uh, world beaters but it kind of stemmed from those nights and Harley's in the attic room at the top as well, albeit room at the top was a was an over 18s venue, but there was some some brilliant nights in there. Mark is Ross too modest. Like there's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Aye, big time. It's he deserves an award for what he's done. He's been like ever since I started going to gigs, I think Ross maybe sneak many a few gigs back then. Uh, I used to do the door at Harley's I remember you had a red stamp, yeah. a black stamp, you had to ID and it was a red stamp if you were under 18. Or it was a black stamp yeah. if you were over 18. And uh, yeah. everybody ended up with a black stamp. Everything, everybody ended up with <laughs> yeah. one of each. Uh, so uh, so it's, your, it's your fault that like underage was in West Lothian had a drink problem? Uh, possibly. That, uh, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to take a good with a bad. He's, Absolutely. Uh, he's, Those he's driving, but what have you Thanks to us. <laughs> uh, uh, that was class. Uh, I can remember going to gigs. I was like, like underage then, but you'd be, you'd be letting us in and just got to see like Dead Sea Souls and Apple Scruffs. Uh, High Five Alive. Do you mean them? Oh, brilliant. Aye, what a band they were as well, yeah. Uh, the probes and stuff like that. Uh, but I, it deserves a knighthood. <laughs> Would you take honest. a knighthood, uh, Ross? Would you take a <laughs> <laughs> uh, they Probably not, no. No, no. He <laughs> uh, deserves one, though. It's, it's, Appreciated. We could get like some kind of Scottish equivalent. What would a Scottish equivalent of a knighthood be? Like a gold bottle of Buckfast or something. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's presented cool. to you by Rod Stewart. Absolutely. In the, yeah, in the, the same way draw. that he uh, conducted the draw for the Scottish Cup a few years it ago. It was yeah. absolutely brilliant. I was so proud. It was great. I mean, like, just absolutely mad up here, isn't it? Imagine like. But imagine supporting English football and that just being all you've like, there's none of this stuff yeah. down there, is there? It's not a laugh. No. You should no watch in. No cinch down there, like. I'm a big fan of the cinch. Also, really enjoy referring it to as the cinch because I think it winds some people up. There's a big oh, weekend of cinching coming up, in fact. It has been. I just think it is great. It's the gift that keeps on giving Scottish football. We're a big fan of old firm facts and. The material, yeah. some weeks, there's just too much for him. Oh, Mark is going to be a great giver of gifts to him. We should say congratulations to Adam because he did win an award the other week. He did. So, for should. being funny. Yeah. Class. I think it was he is really funny. It's annoying. Really as well. One of his favourite um, jokes, actually, was that I think the son picked this up and stole it off him for their headline. I liked it and it involved Livingston and Celtic actually when Livy beat Celtic 2-0 spaghetti 2 hoops nil. I thought that was brilliant <laughs> oh nice that was an excellent one that's my second favourite ever headline what's the first Inverness one your favourite 
supercaligobalistic Celtic are atrocious. Famous, famous headline. If you came up with that in the office, right, you'd just be like, that's me done. It's me retired. See you later, guys. I'm off. Uh, some, folk only, some folk only do that, I think, right? The headlines. I think that'd be class job. Really? That's a good job. Yeah. It must be like having to come up with a good song title. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. So band name is difficult, right? See if you've got a song. How do you, like, does it just generally tends to be like, normally most people go for words that are in that song. So it's like yeah. the, something from the chorus or something tends to be the name. But I guess it doesn't have to be. Yeah, nah, this, is, this is mainly named after drinks. <laughs> you know, uh, moonshine, uh, fire water, and liquid gold. Although that can also be called. Cool. It doesn't have to be a <laughs> word from the song. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we've got a song called Aminus, it's not, it's not in the song. It could still be, it could be like a, if you've got a song about something but you don't actually say the word in it as well. The funny thing about like tippy toes, I can remember like when I was like I was just like talking gibberish, trying to think of, like for over a melody, trying to put words over a melody, and I say tippy toes, and I thought like, that's getting changed. No, <laughs> and then it just never left, and it ended up being the song title as well. See if folk haven't heard you. How would you describe your sound? Um, Critics obviously like to define bands by certain sound or a certain way, but I always find, yeah. I often find that bands would describe themselves differently. I don't really know how to describe our music because it's, it's it's definitely we'd like to try out different sort of genres and that with everything we write and keep it fresh. So I, I'm not actually too sure what category we'd fall in. To be honest, uh, maybe Russell, maybe no. What we'd call us your style, but it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I think we ended up when we wrote, when rewrote the the band bio recently, we actually took sort of sounds like this band or this band out because we felt it was kind of put, maybe putting some people off. Because I think we yeah. at the time were saying like likes of Ryan Adams, Stereophonic, stuff like that. But then you're like, well, you don't want to exclude people. Then if you're sending it to reviewers that don't yeah. like those acts, so I guess it's the good old sort of like alt rock pop slash kind of mix of everything but it does span across yeah. various genres like if you listen to likes of firewater which is like quite a sort of electro feel compared to so some dance, of your yeah. stuff your amorous and, and and whatnot then it, it does kind of range you've got to me i reckon you've got a lot of different sounds but you can tell there's a bit of funk and soul in you there's a, a yeah, lot of stuff funky i think and i know you like your soul music. That's, that's that's the music i love so that's probably why it's kind of coming through a wee bit in it and Stuff I've been brought with like Motown and so and stuff. So, aye, aye, I can, I can see that, damn it. And pro- see, as a result of COVID, I think I discovered a lot of bar. I, I think you know, you get into like a, a rock, not a rock, but you're listening to the same band you've listened to for years. COVID yeah. definitely for me, and I think a lot of people meant you were kind of like, oh, I've got plenty of time in my hands, what am I going to do? Well, <laughs> check out music. And I, I can't remember if I'd heard you before the Snots gig or. Or not, but definitely I saw you at the snots and I was like, yeah. oh that Barlands. Barlands I think it was the yeah, yeah, yeah. was it Tuesday? I was talking at Ricky's yeah, was Tuesday, it? Um and he was saying, but you played obviously your set and then you finished and I was like you started the song and I was like, What is this? What is this? And then eventually Bon Sluffy. <laughs> but you couldn't tell uh, for a good while it was Bon Sluffy, so that was good. 
That's where yeah, I come off. Yeah, because acoustic, yeah, and it was... It was class. Aye. And that's another thing, is like, obviously, the souls kind of sounded a bit different as well, because it was just, like, myself and Dan, and, yeah. and it's like, stripped back acoustic, so... But that's, I think that's a beauty of like music. You can, you can mix, you can kind of tap into all genres, and you can play full band, you can play it stripped back, and it's... Uh, it keeps it interesting. Yeah. But I... Uh, I did I'm not too sure if anybody really knew it was Paul Slippy until it kind of kicked in a bit. That's a good thing though, I think. Because for Ed, Yeah, definitely. Because like, you know what it was, because I was like, it sounds kind of familiar. And then I was like... Yeah, yeah. And then the chorus. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It always goes down well at support shows. I think it's important to throw in a cover at support shows because, I mean, probably you probably get 70, 80% of the crowd at least that are not going to know your stuff. And then as soon as you see Born Slippy, particularly the full band sets, you just see all the phones coming out and people going for it. And I think it's a nice sort of mix of obviously the originals, which will form most of the set, but but Born Slippy always always goes down pretty well and the, the guys absolutely smash it as well. I definitely I mean it's good enough for like big bands like Dungeon Roses and The Colors and stuff like that. They do covers most, yeah, most of the time in their yeah. set. So why not? Yeah. Um right, see just now for both of you, maybe some bands that we don't know of. Maybe say three bands you, you would tip to do well that maybe a lot of folk won't have heard of in Scotland because we like bigger up Scottish That's bands Scotland. and artists. I think who's not who's not been on. I'm trying to think who's not on your radar. It. Yeah, I mean we've done our as part of because I do the radio show every week, yeah. which is kind of new music. So we've done our 22 for 22. Um, so a lot a lot of cool acts in there that obviously tip tipping highly for the year um, but I'm trying to think who, who maybe wouldn't be on your radar so much um, The Roof Oh Roof Classic R-O-O-V I think they're yes. support- well, they supposed yeah, to support yeah. Billy Mitchell They are yeah they're supporting yeah, Billy Mitchell I am going to that I'll touch it there Yeah oh, they're, um, they're class mate they're quite uh, if you like that if you like that funk funky disco disco like yeah, they're, they're big they're for like, like out and stuff they're 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 like I've heard also, I don't know if I've them yet. I've heard a lot of things about him. And I've seen him online. I don't know if I've listened to him. He's, he's 15 years old. 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah, he's he's uh, incredible talent already. Just such a young boy. And he's been just... gigging for years as well. That's the thing. It doesn't. You almost feel like he's like 18 oh. or 19 now because he's literally been on the gig circuit since he was like 11. Uh, like we had him so playing strong. like gig in a coil when he was like 11, 12 years Would old. You, but you like... give him the black hand stamp? <laughs> I think he was probably four or five when Harley shut down. Actually, just a little bit too young to make it into the shows. Aye, but Hasbilla's about that size. Like, I know Mark, you love Hasbilla. Hasbilla, aye, aye, aye. Like, if you look at the uh, crowd out for your gigs and that, aye, I can. Dad just turned up with a gig with it, and that was just hilarious. So he started taking, bringing the wee man out for the gigs and that. I don't think he made the bar lines yet. Maybe just after I the bar I've seen him at the bar I've seen him in your socials, like, being there, and it's like... Uh, we'll go have a laugh at that, uh, I think. Aye, bit of banter. What was it? Was it last week? Was it STV get done by, like, someone posted a video of his builder playing in the snow? <laughs> playing in the like, snow, <laughs> yeah. This week, kids. It was brilliant. Fucking brilliant, like. Erin, do you know his builder? Yeah, so I saw that at, like some football games, people are like 
um, yeah. all happy first football match and stuff. Uh, Bolton, <laughs> I think it was Bolton. They, 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 yeah. uh, they had a picture up at the weekend, like, uh, yeah, happy first football game to, to Asbula. Who's the other guy? Oh, I, know the snow. I, I, I think it was in like the Paisley News or whatever. Oh, he's playing in the snow and that's the first time he's been out in the snow. <laughs> first time he's seen the snow. Amazing. Imagine falling for that. It's like the old uh, uh, when Ank folk on Twitter would like get Hulk Hogan to like wish some <laughs> random a happy birthday and it was like someone that wasn't even real. Well, like mass murderers and stuff. Like was it not BBC News that someone um, had like emailed in and said just wanted you to wish my parents like a happy 60th wedding anniversary or something. They've been together so long, they're really happy. And it was Fred and Rose West. Oh, aye, that was yes, aye, oh, yeah. I do remember <laughs> that. Like, yeah. I don't know if like, I mean, but that must go through at least like one or two people before it gets on the TV. Surely you'd recognise that photo, would you not? But the photo was like quite yeah, old yeah, as well. Like, I think you would recognise it. It is quite an iconic photo, isn't it? Because it's like the one in the you always... It's like the Myra Hill one, like you do just recognise it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it must have I can't been remember which new tweet it was. Yeah, not great, is it? Who's your favourite serial colour? Where do we start? I generally find it really fascinating. Um, I'm not sure yeah, you like no, your favourite though. Too. I don't think you have a top five, can you? Well, you like a top five. I'm surprised you've not got a top five. I probably do. But I'm not sure it's I like. Aye. I think the British ones I find more interesting, but I just find it like. It's so bizarre. I, 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 I was kidding on with a question, but, <laughs> but it's, it's just probably bizarre. Like you just think, like how mental couples as well. I find really odd. See, we are we are fascinated though, like as a nation or as a world, we are fascinated by serial colours. True crime, yeah. True crime is a big, big thing. Yeah, I do like a um, all killer no filler is a very good true crime podcast. Very good. Oh, I think all killer no filler. No, no. We'll, we'll give old fun facts like that, that's fine, but they've not been on the podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, they should. Get with the script, Aaron. Yeah, non non football. Not that's all right. Ah, non football music. Okay, we're all, we're all, we're allowed to enjoy things. We're all allowed <laughs> to enjoy other podcasts. podcasts on repeat. Aaron, come on. That's a competition. That's what they make. That's what they make <laughs> me do, guys. They make me just listen to this podcast on repeat. I know. I'm like, oh, can I try something out? No. That's the beginning. That's why she's in there eating her yogurt because she ain't no time for her dinner. Because <laughs> I've got to listen to the podcast. I'll tell you. I know. So, going back to West Lothian, see, it's not all down to Subo. Because we ask everyone this. Uh, Leon Jackson. He was, Leon uh, Jackson gets a shout as well, eh? He's the one that kicked all off. Forgot about him, yeah. So, Is he still kicking about somewhere doing music? Or what, what's he still, still kicking about. Um... I think he does writing now, does he? Know. He might, he might do, aye. Oh, Jinky, like, like, writes for all Simon Kills Arts or something like that. He's like, maybe that way. He could have thought him sitting writing songs for Little Mats. Possibly. Yeah. Is that all that? That's what that David Snape does now, isn't it? That, like, he just writes songs for other people. Like, makes an absolute uh, he's, he's He's done really well. Who was that? But, I mean, maybe... That, uh, David Snape, he's done really oh, well. Oh, hi, David Snape, aye. With songwriting, but... Um, I can't see Leon Jackson doing much writing on that. I don't know what, what he's doing. Answers are a postcard. If anyone yeah, knows, I don't think he's what Leon Jackson up to. If anyone knows, uh, let us know at the podcast, the SFF podcast, what Leon Jackson's doing. Anybody? Uh, if you're listening, Leon, <laughs> stay, stay safe. Out. 
you can come on. You can come on. Right, okay. Brown Bear, Matt from Brown Bear asked, yep. and I think you kind of answered it half on uh, Twitter, Mark, about is Cheap Hotel Whiskey, was it Cheap Hotel Whiskey remind you of Disney? Was that what it was? Wasn't it? Aye, aye. Aye. What's the story? There must be a story. Here, there must be a story. Oh, it's class, aye. One of the best guys ever. Um, nice. I was up at, I was up at his a couple of weeks ago and we were just kind of just doing a laugh with some tunes and that working on some I had a laugh with some lyrics working on a tune and there was a lyric similar to that. But I'll not say too much on it because it might end up might happen. Being in a song might, might actually come together. Actually, you were like, in Sunny Ayrshire. You were in Sunny Ayrshire with Matt. Uh, I was in the Soul Coats, mate. First time. Oh. Uh, that was a it's an eye opener. But, but his is class. So, and uh, uh, the, well, really, I think we've only like it's only just kind of the start there, kind of tune. The early doors with it anyway, but it's uh, it's sorry, I think it's quite class. Like sorry, they sounded amazing. You bit a ukulele from Matt. I don't think I don't think so. Maybe we never know. They could they, they could play it. It's just uh, what, what an unbelievable talent as well as just a quality guy. It's new tunes class as well. Been just, I was going to say that. I just think it's brilliant. Uh, got a wee, I got a wee teaser of that in a, uh, a few tunes in his album. So, uh, oh, did you? It's, it's, uh, it's going to be quality likes. See, very, I felt, very good. I felt quite privileged when Gary sent me two houses. I was like... Ah, good tune. I know a radio station, but I was like, yes, this is brilliant. Bands start sending us tunes before they're out. I was like, this is cool. Uh, I could get used to this. Mate, add you to oh, the yeah. test lists. Ah, uh, exactly. The due out soon, actually. I don't know if um, it's getting announced in the in the coming days. Yeah, follow-up is almost is almost here. I'll need to send it across. I definitely. At least you can say it. You're, not, you're, in, you're, you're allowed to say it. So it's not like you're giving anything away because you do marriage and everything. That's fair enough. I hope you know it's still their thunder. They were going to like do a big announcement. I, I was thinking, I was like, by, just, the time, uh, by the time this is aired, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it will be announced. So, yeah, I think we're all good. So, tomorrow. We might need to rush this announcement, out, Gary. <laughs> is it three houses? <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> uh, no, follow up class. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, it drops very soon, but I guess keep an eye on the DSS socials and uh, and more info will be revealed in the coming days. Aye, we like to share all that stuff as well. Like so, we will share it. Definitely. Class. Uh, so I oh, we want three tips. So Rove, Connor Fife, what other? I'm trying to think who else you uh, wouldn't wouldn't otherwise be on your. Your radar. It's difficult though because see, I think because on like, social media now you find out about so many bands from other bands as well. Aye, like because they're always bigging each other up, which I think is great. And I... the Irons band, Ocean Velvets, they've got a they've got a couple of new tunes coming out soon. I think. hope that's not getting anything away, but I've heard a few <laughs> of the tunes. I don't know. When I, I didn't know that. And, I didn't uh, know that. You're looking forward to some new stuff. They're yeah. sounding class, and okay. I, I seen that Megan Black today as well. I did see she just announced a new single. I look forward to that. Um, do you know who I was surprised that brought out an album, which was actually really good, but uh, it was just unexpected, Adam Glenn. 
I thought he'd just kind uh, of uh, taken a step back for it because he hadn't obviously played anywhere for, for ages and there was no new music for a couple of years and then just suddenly out of nowhere just dropped an album and it was class and then yeah. he moved away. So he's not touring it. Yeah, he's away to Australia now. Yeah, he moved away to Australia. Some he's some boy, but no, there's there's a it's a good it's a great album and there's a, there's one tune on it and he's like it's like just Jack or something like that. He's like then like you rapping that on it, but it's like really good. That's my favourite one of his album. So out of those, who would you most, who would you be best to listen to on a podcast? Those you go, Ross. Uh, in terms of like getting them on as a guest, do you mean? Aye, like banter and good chat. I reckon... And like football. Uh, aye, I mean, get, get the corners brilliant. <laughs> like we've had corners good yeah, good crack and uh, yeah, the roof, the roof are, are brilliant it's guys. What team does the roof? Are they, are they know Aberdeen as well? They're fed up that way. I don't know who they support actually. Oh, I'm not sure if they're they're huge into the maybe they, maybe they are huge into the football. Are. I'm not entirely sure. So we asked us in images, but they said they don't like football. We could still get them on though. Like we could just look. Hey, looks a looks an Aberdeen fan. I look Lavo. I little known fan. Uh, well, we would like him on. I think who was it was going to say? I think Gary was going to talk to look for us and maybe uh, Callum from the Snuts as well. Right. Uh, All right. I'll show you like. So it would be good. Though I know there's like mixed in terms of who maybe the Snuts might support. I don't really care if they support. I just like chatting about any football and music. But uh, yeah. like some folk can get funny about if folk support certain teams and all that. Uh, Everyone's uh, nah, 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 so that's a mixed. Couple of lot more juniors fans in there. I, well, I like my I like my junior football. I was going to say earlier when I was at the football on Saturday, I was at Troon and by half time there was no pies, so I had to get a cheeseburger and it was four quid, which is unusual for this level of football. Usually a cheeseburger is two pounds yes. fifty. That was um, pretty pretty uh, hefty, yeah. For a junior game. So worth it. Mm, going by later on, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that might be the pipes for years. So who knows? Right, we've got more questions from Sharon. I don't know if she wants her full name, but Sharon on Twitter. But Mark mostly, I think. Highs and lows, I'm guessing, of music, I think. Um but those are obviously just what's happened the last couple of years with COVID. Uh, definitely, because the best thing is gigging, like, and, that, and that's like this when that's that's what you do. It's your livelihood, and it's taken away for you. That's like that's difficult to get your head around. But so that's definitely lows, highs. Um, St. Luke's when we played St. Luke's, that that was that was pretty special. Um, obviously doing the Barrowlands with Snuts um, and I think the tour that we got in just before the end they, just before the, like, the pandemic started we'd like sold it all, all our shows down south that was a big step for us doing that and, and then we finished off by um, supporting Capaldi at the PJ Arena in Aberdeen that was bit oh, sweet wasn't it because that was the last gig in the UK before the last yeah, and we kind of knew at that the time was, that there was something happening, and that was going to be the last arena show for a few months. And uh, Christ, there was a bit of a backlash actually in the lead up to that show because people weren't wanting us to play yeah. it, and it's, it's really irresponsible. Uh, and obviously, the, the way it works is unless the government were going to announce a full lockdown at that point, then you, the, the insurers will not cover it from from the case of the gig. I had absolutely yeah. had to go ahead. Well, that was the yeah, I remember that being a massive thing. So it was football went off on the. 
Friday. 13th of March. 13th of March. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, Friday, Friday, Friday the 13th. I'm yeah, because we were playing Motherwell on the Friday night right. and I was all ready to go. Really looking forward to it. Lovely. Two o'clock games off. I think, retrospectively, they should probably just got through that weekend fixtures. I mean, yeah. it's like the words in the grand scheme of things, nothing else was shot. So you could have gone to the pub, you could have gone around to your friend's house. I think probably yeah. you should have just played through. Because was that also not the Rangers Celtic game that Sunday? And that's what caused yeah, a lot of issues with yeah. if we beat you then, it was yeah, only so- three points. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, if Celtic had won that, it makes it much harder for Rangers to say that Con League was the wrong decision. Yeah. So I think they've been better, especially given, you know, stopping yeah. football on the Friday when clubs are ready to play the weekend cost loads of clubs hundreds of thousands of pounds. So mm-hmm. I think we should go through that. And then that was the other thing. I think because there was very little consistency, football had already gone off, but nothing else was stopping. Some places where my hairdresser yeah. closed, so they took the decision just to shut, and a few places did. But as you say, if you close things down, if you'd put that gig off, you'd have had to refund everyone. If yeah. you was paying, no one was covering that. So yeah, absolutely. it's very yeah. difficult because... You know, unless there's going to be, you're told you can't have it. I kind of think, well, and it wasn't, incons- you know, it was difficult. It was inconsistent because football's outdoors. That was indoors. It just makes it very difficult, I think, for people to kind of know what's yeah. going on. It was all a bit up in the air and everything then. But I remember knowing <laughs> people who were going to that. And I remember seeing some people saying, we're not going, we don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, we, people were saying, people get getting messages and that saying, they, like, he's better not play this gig and that and stuff. Oh, really? I know. I mean, Lewis stood up and told everyone they had COVID. I didn't think they had COVID and that everybody else had it now. Not that funny, really, was it? Well, at the time, but see, at the time, though, back then, I remember for, like, about two months, we were all laughing about COVID. It won't happen. It won't come here. Like, it's not that big a deal. It's it's something that's happened in China. And then... Yeah. That's I remember going to... I went to the rugby with my parents on the... Ninth, the 8th of March, the Sunday, so the week, just the Sunday prior to yeah. football stopping. And it yeah. was barely kind of even really mentioned. It was like a thing, but it wasn't. No one was worried about it. There was like, spot, like 60,000 at Murrayfield. Um, and then my parents went back on the Monday. And when I went back into the office on Tuesday, it was starting to get a little bit more of, there was a bit more momentum on the Tuesday. I know it's a huge difference. And then on the Wednesday, basically, the office was kind of like, well, we're probably working from home if you want to, if you feel vulnerable, all of this. And we just kind of it gradually all just fell off by the Friday. It definitely ramped up very quickly when it first started. Yeah, I think it was quite bad in London, and that's where we were there. We were, I think we did Newcastle, London, and Manchester. But we would, like, we were just in our own wee bubble. We didn't realise like what was going on in the world. Do you know what I mean? We were just going about in a tour van, just playing gigs. And I mean, the gigs sold out, and that, like they, they were busy. So I don't think football really cared too much then. But obviously, who would have expected that to happen? I think that was probably the ultimate high playing that arena to the next again day. Ultimate low. And I mean, the hangover had a lot to play on that low the next day. It was <laughs> a free bar. You were on the moonshine. I was on the moonshine, I mean, uh, Lewis built in a free bar, so it was, uh, it was quite a messy one. So you played the last pre-COVID gig in the UK? Quite yeah. cool. That's pretty. Is Lewis Capaldi nice? Uh, he's, he's one of the best guys ever honestly he's, yeah, he's one of these people that I actually he's, imagine he's what you get yeah he's they'll never change either like you think the success that he's had to go to see or whatever but nah he's uh, it's absolutely not has it he's still a mad mad man that's the way it should be though isn't it 
as long as definitely. I think as long as from his point of view, like you know how when you get people that become too fa- like almost too famous and they need security, like you'd hope that yeah. it never he probably does have I would imagine he might have something like that, but hopefully he can yeah. still go about doing his normal things that he likes to do. Mm-hmm. I think he had security that day. I did have I had security in that tour, didn't he? I guess like, when yeah. you're doing arenas, you kind of have to just because of the the, the size and the scale of the shows. Mm-hmm. And that's quite accept like that's a normal thing, is it not? No, but I mean I mean if he's doing going about his normal life, like you know that way he maybe ought to just yeah. go for he wants to maybe just go for a pie at the juniors or something like that. Don't be like, uh, right, okay, aye. I have got I guess normal got... life, I'm guessing it's up to him personal choice. I suppose it's more about being like constantly just hassled, like if you are just going about your normal yeah. life, you know, and I'm sure, and I have heard he's really lovely, but there must be a point where you just think, look, I'm just going to Greg's, can I, like, I've got to get home, yeah. I've got this to do, and it just becomes, people get to, I think it's why you often see people celebrities who just have no concept of personal space, it just goes out the window, and like, yeah, yeah. not everyone really wants to be constantly bothered, so no, I have no issue, I think if you want to have, in America, no, it's I, thing. you see it much less here, but I can understand if yeah. you're travelling somewhere particularly, just easier not to have the yeah. hassle. Aye. I, I don't know how he does it to be fair, but yeah, he's got time for absolutely everybody that, that comes up to him, whether he's out with family or whether he's out with mates or whatever. He's, he'll spend yeah. time speaking to everyone, getting photos with everyone. I'm like, geez, I don't yeah. know how he can do it, but obviously, good on no, him. I don't know. Yeah, and he just, um, like, he just kicks about his cell all the time, anyway. He's like, if he's like in Glasgow, so I think when folk kind of they're just used to him there, through his face, they're just used to him, like, just kicking about and that, so. But uh, he makes it's incredible for like his fans. Like I remember, we went to me and my missus went to see him in Milan, and we were just like sitting on his bus thing after it, waiting on him because he was sitting. He was talking to everybody, getting photos with everybody, and signing stuff. And everybody was waiting for him after the show, and that he's like he's proper real good with his fans. Um, talking of fans, it's great if you've always liked like someone like that and you liked before they were big. And then, mm. like, suddenly they're huge. You know, like, I saw them in, like, a tiny room. I saw Russell Brand, actually, quite a lot before he was famous. It's quite cool when you're like, oh, yes. I knew them before they were cool. Although you do get that bit. It's like Taylor Swift. So, like, I loved her from her first album. And then people start being like, oh, we like Taylor Swift. And like, mm, do you though? Okay. Um, name three tracks from this album, please. <laughs> I'm like, oh, aha. Okay, name one of her songs. See, at the end of the season podcast, we're going to do a thing and see what, Band gets mentioned the most, and you'll probably be like Taylor Swift. Yeah, from fact, she. I just think she's great. She's not my. Um, yeah, she is probably my top five artist. Probably number one. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. She's not bands though. I've got a separate top five bands. Obviously, yeah. like, I will save that for the end of season top five podcast. We're having a top five special, apparently. <laughs> we will have to like. Yes. It'll just it'll just be you giving us your top fives. I could do that, <laughs> but people find this odd. So I'll ask someone like, "Oh, what's your favorite?" And I'll be like, "Oh, what's your top five? And they think it's really odd, but do you not categorise everything? You're like, how else would you know? I never really have a... I'd like, I can never really pick like what my favourite one is. So I have like a... I'd say there might be the top five, but I've not got like... Yeah, so top five. Yeah, everyone's so, got a top five of everything, I thought. Like, uh, have, prison break. have you seen Prison Break? How does all the paper on the wall? Uh, so what you no, can't see in, in Erin's house flat over to the <laughs> right there, there's just a top five of like everything. So they remember. So they remember. List. <laughs> Memento. Did you get that Memento to do is I, I, the map. It's class. I think um, top five. I just think it's a good way to organise things. Top five tattoos. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the tattoo because I'm not giving needles and they make me feel a bit queasy. However, 
Did you see that um, an Aberdeen fan got a tattoo this yes. weekend? Based on the 15 goals. Yeah, he said in June, Christian Ramirez, if you sign for Aberdeen and score 15 goals, I'll get the like CR7 Superman, um, CR9, CR9 Superman uh, tattoo. CR9, sorry. And uh, he's got it. Amazing. Jeez, I haven't seen that. I'll need to check that out. It makes me like I'm really bad with needles and I always just think I'd faint. Um, but some like, like people have really cool stuff. John's got quite a few. I have. I think I can now do a top five because I got my fifth one the other day. It's, I don't know why we do this, right? Because it's a bloody... We don't put the... I'm trying to see how you can do this. So that's the latest one. Oh, nice. Sure. That's quite cool. Isn't that uh, not source? Nah. I don't mind needles though. I'm the type of guy, like, see when you go and get your whatever, your flu jag or whatever. I suppose like that's old fashioned now it's COVID, but I, I'll look to see what's going in. Uh, no, thank you. Ah, do you know what? I know what's going into you. I, I, well, it doesn't matter, does it? Like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not signed to stop my job. But just do it. No, thank you. I don't need to see it. I know it's a needle. Great. Aye. So, no, I don't mind. I, I don't think I could get I don't any. Need. You get any, Mark or Ross? I've got, I've just got like one of my own. It's just like we tried to hang the buds from that. See that? It's a bit like uh, Ben Howard type of one. I've only got uh, Shine Like Stars Glass Vegas lyric on there, but I'm going to get some sort of uh, so probably like the artwork from the, the album or something like that around it. So, but I've just been, it's one of these things you've been meaning to, to do for ages, and you're just like, I'll, I'll get around yeah. to it. I'll get around to it. But yeah. I couldn't get stuff on the bone, though. I don't think, I don't fancy that. You know, like you see folk getting nah. away, like their shins and all that type of thing. Nah, it'll be there. Uh, I'll stick to like fleshy bits. You get four of them on the head. Adrian's got the boy does her um, like a sound in that. Hey, he's just like covered head to toe tattoos, and he's got like the ears, the kind of the things that go through the ears. Oh, that. aye, like and you could in the you, you could fit through like a but bottle, of, bottle of ketchup. Aye, you actually could. Yeah. <laughs> aye, sorry, he's nice covered them. Don't think there's a like it's only seen that I must have needed to getting your skill done. Like Aaron, what about if Aberdeen win the Scottish Cup next season? You get Jim Goodwin tattooed on you. Absolutely not. <laughs> like his face, you could get his face, and then you could look at it all the time. Absolutely not. I think you know what? I think Jim Goodwin could well come in and win us a trophy. We've had managers in the past who have been at St Mirren in their previous exactly. Uh, exactly. players, and look how those worked out. Exactly, so it's good. One of them's yeah. coming on Saturday to see the Jim Goodwin's Dapper Johns, 3-0. Oh, positions in already. Very responsibly. Um, I just think I, it just feels a lot more positive, I think. Yeah. I like Stephen Glass a lot as a player, and it's a real shame when a former player doesn't work out. I think that's is it's is a massive pity because it I think it slightly clouds people's view of them as a player. Um Mark McGee said the same thing. Brilliant player, but absolutely I mean the hinting glass not a par, but Mark McGee is just a known head. But it is a shame because Stephen Glass was a great player. Just management is it's totally different. And I think it was the wrong choice in the first place nearly a year ago. But we are now hopefully going to move forward and get Europe this season and then we'll be good. What if Levy beat us to it? That's not gonna happen. We were we were close last season. We 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 lost out in fifth place due to the goal difference. But but then St Johnson won the cup anyway, so that's often blow because fifth place wouldn't have got Europe. So it's tough to say just now, though, in terms of who. It's could go either way. 
And even depending on how things go, it could be even fifth place as well against Europe. So Yeah, it could well be because you've got Celtic Rangers Hearts all getting it probably. who are still in the cup. And then you've got first, second Champions League, third Europa, fourth conference, fifth, eh, well, Scottish Cup, Europa. You've got the conference, uh, you know that. So the Scottish Cup usually takes priority. They get in higher. Scottish Cups. So first and second Champions League, I think, third and Scottish Cup Europa and fourth conference. But if Celtic or Rangers or Hearts, whoever, have already qualified for Europe, that cup space goes to fifth. So could well be top five. But I think we need to push for fourth anyway, the basis that five might not be enough. Who's fourth in the Hibs? Who fourth just yeah. now? Hibs went fourth yesterday. We've been great. Kenny Fort Maloney would have okay, kicked them on a bit, but he's kind of stuck in the middle at the moment. I think Hibs fans that I've been talking to are saying obviously Boyle's been a big miss. Muller that they yeah. got from MLS hasn't really set the ground running yet, but he's only been there for like a couple of months. And you've got to take into account if someone moves from America to here, it might take a bit of time to settle into their job. He's just a whether you're a footballer or any other job. Yeah, yeah, um, see what happens for that. What would you change about the industry? Mark Andor starts to ask you both the music industry. There's one thing you could change. What would it be? Oh, just one. All right, I was going to say, you go. Yeah, like you can go for more. Nah, I'm kidding on, mate. Nah, 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 I'm kidding on. I'm getting. Do I get trouble? Nah, I'm kidding on. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think from my side, I think it brings you back to the Spotify side. I think something needs to be done with the whole monetizing of streaming because it's it's pushing up the prices of gigs as well because that's where acts. Bringing in their money and you, you end up paying that much for gigs these days. I don't know what can be done. Obviously, Spotify do need to pay more. Is there a way that you can further kind of monetize it? Uh, yeah, but I think something has to be done on that front because it's only going to get worse. More and more music is being consumed as a just as a streaming basically, and there's no money in it for for unsigned bands or for acts and kind of indie indie labels or whatever. See the problem as well with that in terms of. It's difficult to bring out a physical device now as well because of course, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, vinyls were obviously a bit, they still are a big thing and that, that they've totally come back. But then Adele took over all the vinyl plants and nobody else can get vinyls in for, for loving our money at the moment. So, because I believe there's it's something like there's only a couple of factories in the world that, that basically make whatever products you're, you're aye, aye. obviously manufacturing vinyls from so it's very difficult to get vinyls done and uh we went through a, a period of a few years there where a lot of the like unsigned bands and uh, indie type bands were getting vinyls done and i think it's brilliant some kind of collectibles uh but this year at the moment it's just not been um that's kind of held them back because you're then going back to cds but who's really got a kind of cd player these days i've got one in the car and that's that i uh, it's crazy i was reading um i'm a big fan of blog i think it was stephen street and he was talking about the fact he produces music. He says CD is the most genuine way to listen to a band. The closest you'll get to the old thing. So whether we've had the renaissance of vinyl, obviously some bands now sell cassettes, much as they're not going to get played. That's more a, a merchandise thing. Yeah, of course. CDs yeah. probably will come back round, and then they'll, they'll have better. I think so. Even better players. players. Yeah. Aye, I'm going to keep a hold of my CDs anyway, no throw them out. Because... Aye. loads like, but... I again don't got a CD player, but uh, my car. I, I very rarely lost um, a CD though, but I'll always buy vinyls. 
It's, I don't think Vinyl's will ever kind of go out. Nah, they won't. I don't think. Uh, back in, back in, because that's again, it's like a collector's item. As you, Ross was talking about there, I found my, like how Kenny Unsigned bands and that made finals. I found my Apple Scruffs one. You know, big Hearts. Like Sign the Johnny and all that. Uh, that was brilliant. What a song. The Big Hearts, what was it? There was a, what was the B-side on there? It's all over now. That's all over now. That's and it's a shame because like, I, I feel like, um, obviously totally gone off on a tangent, but um, like your unsigned bands of sort of that era, like 10 years ago, like some of the, their material just never, never on Spotify and probably never going to be on Spotify because they weren't in that sort of era. So that music now yeah. only exists uh, in CD or or vinyl. My and, uh, it's it's been a, a regular thing where a band will contact me and be like, "Oh, by the way, do you have any of our material from like ten years ago? Because we don't actually have any anymore. We want to hear our, our stuff." I'm like, "Aye, absolutely. Uh, I've still <laughs> got fucking." tons of unsigned tunes from, from years gone by that we kind of play on the, the show now and again but, uh, but yeah that stuff will probably just never end up on streaming sites because the bands are, are no longer you just because we're talking about vinyl what's your most prized vinyl that you've got that's a great question mate Both of you. Um, I, I love collecting vinyl as well when I don't play a lot of it it's more so just because I like if a band yeah. that I like brings out vinyl I'm buying it just because I think partly I think it's going to be a pension fund but realistically, yeah. it'll, just, it'll just get handed down. That's what people do with vinyl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I got some vinyl that way, and it's, oh, we'll see yeah. the pens sound nice here, to me. Some old run rig stuff. Uh, yeah, run rig are uh, yeah, my favourite band of all time. So I've got some kind of old, like, run rig, like Cutter and the Clan, probably one of my favourite ever albums, uh, and some other kind of run rig um, back catalogue stuff that um, probably my, my sort of favourite. Mark, yeah, I've got a, I've got a Otis Redding album there, Otis Blue. So I think that's maybe, uh, and it's a blue vinyl. An original? Yeah. Is that an original or a, like from? No, no, I've got a few originals. Like I've got like um, Joshua Tree original. It was a kind of hand down. So I've got a few like old, old time ones in that that I've, I've not even listened to as well. Yeah, only to I'll be looking for them, but I that. I think that's one of my favourite albums that I always read, man, so I, I really like that one. Erin, do you get any vinyl? Not um, here, some in Aberdeen, but not much really. I think, like, I had CDs and stuff, but then it's so much easier, isn't it, just having everything accessible? And that is the thing, and it does mean that lots of that kind of stuff is on the way out, unfortunately. What could, we do to, what could be done to change it then, in terms of how can we make people pay for music, basically, like you used to? Because I remember, that's what I did when I grew up. I used to go into, like, Tower Records, missing, whatever. Sometimes HMB, would, 3 99 for a CD. Some, sometimes I would, I'm talking about the cool, the cool record shops. No HMB, they're like the big, they're almost like the baddies. Avalanche, Avalanche. Aye. Avalanche, Your independent stores. And then you would sometimes just pick, I remember just picking, like, singles and albums based on the cover. Aye. Um, covers are important, like, but and I, I preferred it when it was like you could go and it was hard to get a hold of this, the album or whatever it was sold out in the shop or whatever. But even if if I want to hear an album, I could I could easily straight away just listen to Spotify. But I'd, I'd rather go and get the album first. I don't know. I, I prefer listening to it on vinyl or or that, and I feel like I've owning that it. owning that sort of actual physical release is something kind of special about that. Yeah, I know how, how much it is and how much effort it goes into making a, a song. You know what I mean? Never made an album, so it's like 
you feel like you're, I don't know, you just feel like you're stealing off the band. You'd rather give, give back to them type thing. It's that thing as well. You get, like, I know that I've heard some stories. You don't need to name and shame any places, but promoters not playing. It's like you're playing. Like, how, yeah. can that, how can that happen? Like, when you are, it is, like, music it's is like art. That. It's like if you went into, like, an art gallery and stole the Mona Lisa. I know. That's, it just feels like the, the, the music industry is no about the music as much anymore. You know I mean, it's not about the artist. I mean, it's about these promoters. And Aye, a lot of it's not. I mean, you've that. got, yeah, I mean, people like the, 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 the absolute worst, and it's something that certainly I'd, I've never done in the years of putting on gigs, nor would even think of it, but the pay to play, like, and how people still, you get promoters that still enforce that. And it's absolutely horrendous. Yeah, we'll get you on this lineup, um, but there's 50 tickets. You need to shift all 50, or you're no on the bill. And it was like, fuck. Like, I don't, I don't know how people get away with that no. still, but there we go. Uh, hopefully these things change. I know a lot of bands are getting involved just doing, putting on gigs themselves. Because... It's the best way. Yeah, DIY it and, um, and cut out the... I mean, sometimes you do need a promoter, but um, a DIY is definitely a way forward. Um, and then, Mark, what do you think about your fan base? I don't know if it... What was the field question? There was a field question. Oh, I know it was just how would you describe your fan base? From Sharon. Sharon basically asked three questions, and I didn't say I would try and ask him because <laughs> I know she has a big fan. Aye, aye, sounds class. Um, just uh, quite a sweet, we've got quite a good community of people that come to the gigs and they just travel up in the country for us. It was great, like I was saying earlier, that we'd sold out the shows down south. A few folk from up here as well came down, and it was like amazing to see them there. So, aye, they're just, they're just the best. Um, then I like saying like I'm a f- fan base or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> but it's like it's just a great community of people that the proper company guys because they enjoy the music. They don't, you know, there's they're no they're no like doing any magic tricks or anything like that. Try to fill them into anything. They actually proper come for the music and they and it's the same people that's been coming for when I was just playing like pub gigs locally. These same people come. They keep coming back to the gigs and. It just keeps building for them. It's, uh, it's we're, we're, we're very lucky in that sense. Ah, it's a bit like football as well. Like, are you going to support your team? Like, you're their team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a way to look at it. Definitely. Um, Ross, Dead Sea Souls asked, how the fuck have you managed to put up with this for so many years? Uh, Nine-year hiatus. Oh, should have been great. <laughs> great help. No, absolutely. <laughs> top guys. Uh, top, top guys. And uh, it, it's great to see them back and um, making music again. Because that, I mean, yeah, Two Houses was their first release in almost a decade. Great to see them back on the on the live circuit as well. Right. I'm going to try, I think we're closing in two hours. I'll try and ask some like quick fire type questions. Oh, Arcade State asked Mark if there was a film you could do a soundtrack for, would it be? What a question. I don't know if it's a film that's already in existence. Film that's already it. Well, I guess we'd have to go oh, for that. It. It'd be easier. Or you could just make up your own crazy film and have a soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can get that with a quick fire question, but I don't know. It's trying to get an iconic film. Obviously, Trainspotting is one of my favourite films. Well, I think Trainspotting is my favourite film, to be honest. So it'd be amazing to do that. I really liked um, when Alex Turner did that. Got these songs for oh, a film. Submarine. submarine. Yeah, it's brilliant. Submarine, I, uh, I'd love I'd love to do something like that to like a wee independent 
film like that, just so that we just kind of track. Oh, that would be that's that's definitely on my list this Sunday day. That's a good um, film as well, somebody. Aye, brilliant. I got uh, the books hilarious as well. Because you're reading it and that you're reading it, it's, it's totally different. It's no, it's the same story, obviously, but it's I think it's quite it's funnier the book for some reason. And I'm not I'm not I don't like I'm not like much a reader like, but yeah. I read that and it's it's pretty class. Um, aye, so film that's already do I trade spot on for the future. A wee independent film would be cool. It's great future tracks for maybe you and Mark from Bill Bear because I think Keith has he not done a bit of soundtrack stuff. I think. Aye, 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 aye. So yeah, yeah, he's he's doing a he's doing a few short films and stuff like that, and which I'm excited to see. Uh, that, yeah. He's a, he's a man of many talents. Just give him a wee nudge and say, look, you take a wee break from the music and I'll do the music for you. Uh, you act, you can act. Uh, I'll give the tunes. It'd be ideal if I could pay for tunes for, for a... I'll see if you can hook us up. A good type song for a film, like. Exactly. Erin, have you got some... Have you got any other slow fire... Call them quite fire, slow fire questions. Well, I had some Christmas-themed ones, but now it's not really Christmas. So... Yes, yeah, I think Christmas. we should. I think we should have. Yeah. Uh, five is one football. So, your football music team of fives and a manager so six. So Scottish football musical people in your fives team. I do you like this one? This is what we do use a lot when we have music guests on. We do, can, and if we have non-music guests, I just like asking people's favorite celebrities, Scottish celebrities, in your team of fives. Yeah, so it's Tuesday night. You're playing fives. You, you can be the manager right. if you like. Who you who you're getting in your team? Hey, that's a good question. Are we doing a combined team, Ross? You could do something. Uh, I'll think. be the manager because I'm the passionate oh. football. Oh, he's a manager. <laughs> well, you could be a manager, and Ross could put the little cones out for the warm up. <laughs> I'll do that. Aye. And then you can have a five. You can do it together. That's allowed. Hey, well, Matty's got to go in. Around there. Uh, Does he play? Where, where, he, where would you play, Matt? Right, for the hair, fill in the goal, maybe? Aye. I could do, aye. That's a shout. I'm trying to get any, like, looks where fitted. See, he looks like he would be a dirty player. Like, look, <laughs> I, I think he would be good prisoners. Nah, he'd be, he'd be good. I, could, I think he'd work his socks off, run about. He'd be exactly the same as me. We'd run about for a good 10 minutes and be skewed. At the side, smoking. Yeah, for that. <laughs> Aye, definitely. Um, uh, I don't know who plays. Joko plays. Joko plays. Joko for the snacks, drummer. See, a lot of folk are actually a lot of folk have mentioned that uh, Jack's good. Jack, uh, Jack, Jack is good. I used to play, we all used to play uh, five or side together and then go to the pub after it. Uh, three pint Thursdays, but it was never, it was always mostly three pints. <laughs> I would go to till next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, I mean, Jack's good. So I, if, if you could take two for for one band, then they two are good. I'm trying to do plays. I know, I know, like uh, Dictator Boys, they 
they're, they're, they're like Celtic, but they're, they're, I've heard Joe's they're a player. Golf, I've heard Joe's pretty good, but he's in Joe player, aye. I think I've heard, I've heard that. Because the boys, I know, I know they're really like they're really good at golf. I've never seen them play. They're good at golf, aren't they? Imagine they'd be decent. Aye, aye, sure. Golf blankers, aye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't strike me as being golfers. I can... I'm, sure, I, I, I'm sure a, a couple of them have played golf with uh, Conor and Cammy and the other band. Darren and um, James are good as well. We're just naming a, a love and a side team here. Love and a side But uh, it's hard to get everybody in. Uh, and I, and I, I've never seen... They don't play football before, so no. I let you. I let you. You've probably seen them play, Ross. I've. Do you know? I've. I've absolutely not. I've no idea. I was going to mention the dictator. I was like, I wonder if they are. Uh, I've seen. I think they've done some like charity games and stuff before. So I'm assuming. Yeah, that if you've not seen them play, that's okay. You can just guess. I just think yeah, they might be. Like, listen, they, they might be. <laughs> they might be decent. Um, yeah, you just guess. You think how? Who would you think would be good? Like, you don't have to actually put... We're not going to put you in a tournament, don't worry. Well, Thank when God. you say that, though, <laughs> oh. like, there was a drunk night. When was it? And I think I might have tagged some of you guys in this, like, a bit of Scottish football aid thing, that that should happen. Yeah. Like, and I yeah, think it's... Because I think I messaged you, know, we, we've spoken about doing, like, a like a five-century band thing. Yeah. Uh, charity in that, so... And the man to get it and make it happen, Ross. I think it would be good. You'll help, you. help you. We were going to do a charity game before, before COVID. So let's, let's make it happen. We can make Sounds it happen. We should make it happen. I think yeah, part of it, the main person I like to play was Brooke. Yeah. She, I think she was. I think she'd be decent. I'm going to referee it. Yeah, Erin is a qualified Erin. referee. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. What's that, What's that like? Look. There'll be no nonsense, <laughs> and there'll no, certainly no. be no back chat to the referee. The oh. amount of players, I'm like, I'd have booked you for that. Oh dear, you one of them. I bet you're one of those. Yeah, re- I bet you're a ref. I bet you're one of the referees. <laughs> if if you were in the stand watching yourself, you'd be like, get them to. No, I wouldn't. You- no, I wouldn't. Because you know, do you know what? what? One yellow card for nonsense and it stops. You need to keep control <laughs> oh, of the game. Oh. This is like referees who say to the goalkeeper constantly, come on now, hurry up. Six seconds, book him, he won't do it again, guaranteed. Oh, you You, are t- tough. you need to Brutal. rule with an iron fist on that pitch or the players will walk all over you. Oh, my Erin Maggie grief. <laughs> no, thank you. That's offensive. Um, <laughs> when you said that, you were the one that said iron, that was iron lady, not iron fist. Sorry. Yeah, I think you need to be oh, firm, and I think you need it's to a charity make it game. Clear. You can't get folk real hard <laughs> in a charity <laughs> game. And fuck off. Unless it's the ah, unless if you get a yellow card, you need to donate to charity. That would maybe. Yeah, that's a good right. idea. Yes, actually, that's a good idea. That's and I'll be good. fair; I won't give yellow cards on yellows. How much? How much for six, a yellow card? Six seconds is what you get. Yeah, I think ten or for a yellow, twenty for a red. So six seconds is what you get. On the ball, and goalkeepers, the amount of time wasting going on, and the rest of going, Oh, come on, look him then, and it'll stop. Get him oh. booked. Is that, there'll, is be that more, there'll be no nonsense from my watch. Ah, does anyone ever like pay attention to it? Nah. Is it apart from Aaron, I apart from Aaron, Aaron's getting a stopwatch out. <laughs> on, some, on Tuesday, it's, it's when we were in Johnston, I was like, That's been 
nine seconds. He's still going. Yeah. And I was like, come on, get him booked. Do you know the one him and he'll pack it in, won't he? Because he's not going to get sent off for two yellows for being an idiot. So, <laughs> but do you know what? I love it at football, right? See when fans of either team moan because someone's like stole a few yards at a shy. Like, uh, it's the other thing. Like, oh, that it's the worst. Well. The worst incident in the whole of football when they're like screaming because someone's like stole three yards or something like that. Ludicrous, isn't it? When that happens, this happened on Tuesday as well, right? <laughs> so John's like, and he's up the other half of the pitch having a laugh, getting back. I know. I bet that I bet our players have had it once. No, of course they didn't. Why would they? <laughs> no, not at all. I think it's shocking. You take the throw in where the throw in is. Not to be up. All right, great. So we've already gone twenty yards, and now he's going another three. You should turn your back. Disgraceful. No. None of this will be happening on my watch, don't you worry. It's bloody tough. tough We're going to have such fun, everyone. Right. <laughs> We've got some good questions from Paul C. One for Ross, one for Mark, but you can both answer if you want. But this one was directed at you, Ross. If you are forced to watch either rugby or cricket for the rest of your life, which one would you watch? I think I'd go rugby over cricket. I take it you don't like either of them then? Or is that I don't particularly follow it. If Scotland are playing or whatever, then I'll obviously kind of tune in and out of it. Cricket, I've just never had any sort of interest in. Uh, rugby, I don't mind, to be fair. I just I don't I always wind them up because I um, I don't really know much of the rules. So Paul's well into his rugby, and I was like, he's booted it over the bar again, Paul. Uh, <laughs> that's not <laughs> how it works. That is not how it works. Um, so, but yeah, I would, rugby over cricket, surely. Erin will teach you. She'll probably have like a rule book that she teach you. Like, it's a book. Kicking it in the bar. No hands. I like, in the, no I like, hands. That's no an hands easy question for me. Like that's rugby. such an easy one. I yeah. love rugby, I know, but and I, I thought, think cricket I, I, is the worst sport going. Aye, but it wasn't for you. The cricket was for the offs. That sport. I know it's all cricket. It's so dull. Right, Mark. I'm guessing you might. Do you play FIFA? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. So Paul also My brother's asked, got a PlayStation. I've not got a PlayStation. You know, Sorry. Right. You know got a PlayStation, just not get one for your Christmas. He's got guitars. No, no. Look at the guitars. You can see in the background. Guitars. Not it. Right. Right. Well, Capaldi not paying enough money to, to, to get a PlayStation. That's quite poor. Not I thought they would up and say you need a PlayStation. Too pissy. They, they, don't, they don't need to play Guitar Hero. They've got actual guitars, Aaron. I'll take one of his guitars on his PlayStation. <laughs> Uh, so Paul asked if you could change one attribute for your be a pro character on FIFA what would it be and why you know like your, your career player yeah. so like my when you build your own player aye aye uh, um, I don't know I'm trying to go to like you've got like what's all the options oh, you get like shooting <laughs> dribbling pace movement agility like all these types of things Probably pace. I'd like to be faster. Like the quicker. Uh, that'd be good. A winger. A winger. Oh, fitter, actually. Fitter. Fitter stamina. To be fair. That's a win. Oh, that, now, see, Erin knows this, that the best questions come from my missus, don't they? She, she yeah, she's actually very good at the questions. She, she likes her music stuff, so she likes football as well, but she asked, what is the most useless talent you have? First of all, so I can think of a useless talent you've got that's you've got it, but it's doesn't really pay off much. Um, is this for both of us? You got, you got oh, one it can be for it. Can be I have it. absolutely no idea. Useless talent. Like Aaron knows, like, this, Aaron knows a six second rule. Like that's pretty useless. Yeah, 
That's not useless. That's uh, it's not <laughs> nonsense. Um, if you can't think, we can ask the other one, which was, what's the most useful talent apart from musical? Yeah, I think that's because useless talent. Chances are, if you've got that talent, you don't think it's useless. You think this is a useful thing. It could be. It could be like eating pizza, yeah. like the wrong way around. That could be a useless talent. I would say it's a talent. It's a sensible <laughs> thing to do because you want to enjoy your pizza. Brilliant. Um, oh, I'm having a nightmare here. My mind's going blank. You've been too modest. I don't think I've been too modest. So like what, had, what have I got? It? It's useful, like a useful talent that's not musical. Um, drinking. Drinking. Ah, that's all right. What's your best so, one uh, of drinks? Uh, I What's don't, your I, best I one drink of it. drinks? See this? It's called uh-huh. Big Wave. I was, I was eyeing it up. Can it, can it. Uh, big, big Wave, it's called. Where's it from? It's, it's a gold nail. I'm not sure where it's from. Golden. I thought, see, I thought it was it's like, uh, a label. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's, it's, it's glass, but you can't get it anywhere. Uh, I, I first had it when we played in Manchester. And my cousin from down south... Uh, one of my birthdays set up a crate because we can't get it anywhere up here. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like a random beer that you can't get anywhere. But until you can't yeah, get it anywhere and then you're like, fuck. Aye, aye. So I'd recommend that, mate, if, you, if you're into your, your beers, beers or whatever. What about yours? What's your favourite drink? Into the into the neck oil at the moment, to be fair. Beavertown. Beavertown. Aye. Is that like a, an ale as well? Uh, kind of session IPA, aye. So it's, not, it's quite light. Actually, it's not as bad. It's more on the lager side then. Ah, it's yeah, yeah. Right, that's. I don't. I can't don't beat a pint of that. Pint of uh, of neck oils. Brilliant. Uh, oh, this was a right. Jake asked, "What's the top five songs at the moment that you guys think?" I don't know if that's like from this year because we're in just coming end of February, but even between you, top five songs are this year so far. What's come out? What's come out this yeah. year? See, my list is quite small so far, but that's just because I'm not listening to enough for the good radio shows, like yourself and Ricky. Sam for Sam Fender, and I think that seventeen going under. That's his latest. That's that's going to be up there. Ah, yeah, it seems like it's been out since like last year, has it? It does. I. I think see, it I've, was, yeah, sort of open time or something that that came out. See, my playlist so far of Scottish bands, because that's what I try and promote, is Splinter, Arcade State. Class. Good tune. Rain, Class, by, eh? Rain by Sylvie. I'm forgetting that's come out. Yeah, I'm forgetting that came out yeah. in January, didn't it? One More Night, Brown Bear. Just going to say that, Brown Bear's tune. But... That's all that's on my 2022 playlist so far. The New Heights one's great. The New Heights one's really good. Oh, the, the boys, the guys that do the, the party thistle, they like. Aye, I like for pop, yeah. Aye, yeah. Um, yeah, the thistle covers it. They say they will never cover again. Uh, they played it at Gig in the Goyle a few years ago. But yeah, they, they're brilliant. Like They're great live as well. Now, I'm trying to see if there's any other questions or that might Oh, I'm guessing this must be a pal again for Mark. Was it a better side than the Yorkies? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Simple as that. It was a team that I 
Uh, one of my first teams was Muriston. We were called the Yorkies. Now we were undefeated for under eights to under fourteens or fifteens or something like that. We played it. We played in like a league above ourselves in that in Edinburgh League as well, and uh, we're just undefeated. Undefeated. But there's players in that went on to have a decent career. Uh, like the triplets for uh, the triplets for South Africa. They um, they played with Livingston for a bit. Uh, Danny right. Wilson. He's only played with Rangers and Nicky Clark that's, that's, that's currently playing with Dundee United. So did you have uh, a few Rangers? Was that, did you have a few Rangers then? Basically you had a few pros in there? Or was this... No, that, that, that was just before the last... Your kids? Aye, aye, aye. Uh, I've recently played as well. I played with Rangers now. Aye. I'm trying to think who plays with just now. Um, so another Rangers. Uh, Scott Arfield? Dan, Dan Cole as well. Dan Cole. And then it was just, was, was, but like everybody in the team was, was, was absolutely class. But uh, but that's, that's the ones that I can't even know to make it pro. Right. I I remember Ricky's questions because he, he said he was the first to send me questions, Ricky Spence. So this one's for you, Ross. Uh, he, he said, I accidentally walked into a former River Radio colleague, Hamish McCaskill's garage, when he was reading the news live to give him a parcel. What's your biggest broadcasting mishap? I'm trying to think, actually. I, I don't think I've accidentally sworn on air uh, that, I, that I remember. Um, good question. Good question. I'm trying to think if there's been something over the years where I'm like, oh, my God, how have I said that live on air? I'm not sure. Anything tonight? Mix up my mix up my words fairly frequently, but then you've just got to obviously got to uh, just um, deal with that as it goes. I can't I can't honestly remember. Um, I can't think there's been any sort of major major mishaps. It's like right, that's it. Fuck, you're off here. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's been sure there's been some over the years, but yeah, I can't I can't think at the moment. No, like getting like bands names mixed up or something like that. Like this is Firebottle by PG Chalet or something like that. You get there, like, yeah, there are probably times where you, you'll often listen back to a show and think, I've totally got that track wrong, or I've got like a like release dates. Release dates are always a nightmare. Sometimes I just kind of wing it, like that came out last month, and then I look back on uh, the track and it's been out for about six months or whatever. Uh, but it's always tricky to keep on top of the, the new music and, and when things are out. But it definitely is. A lot um, of good stuff out there. Did you know call us a Bombay bicycle thieves or something? That's the output. That in. That's funny. That was in the bio, wasn't it? That was in the just a deliberate week. That was that was in the bio. Yeah, the old bio. We'll need to do that on the on air as well. Yeah, definitely. And then Ricky, like Ricky asked you, Mark. He says this is. I think it must be a kind of story because he said I forgot to buy a Mark Sharp T-shirt for the dictator gig. Can he get one to me in time? Hopefully he gets the reference. But I told him to look out for me when he was supporting the snuts as I had my dictator t-shirt on. So he's obviously trying to do a reverse type yeah. thing. Like promote um, new art dictator. That's quite cool. Yeah, you can get him one. You know what post office is. Yeah, do it done. Yeah, no, I was just trying to have got any t-shirts kicking about. Um, I'll find oh. one. I can find one. I'm over-promising. I'll find one somewhere. I like Aaron's like, nah, aye, aye, you'll get one, aye. How do you know? I definitely would. 
if I could find one, I, I'd definitely will. Um, yeah, I'll, I just know that. I just it, thought it sounded like a really nice thing, like that he's going to do with the different, like, where, yeah, it's quite cool. Uh, yes. Yeah, no pressure, Mark, like you know? No, no, the pressure's on now. Uh, I'll find one. I'll find one for him. I think that is all the questions. I'm trying to think what was I going to... Oh, aye. Right. Where can people find you on social media and different places to look for your music, Mark? Um, just, I think, um, if you type in thebicyclethieves.com, there'll be it. There's, like, on that website, there's everything on there that you need to... There's merch on there as well, but I don't think it's going to be here in time uh, for Ricky, but... Um, uh, and obviously we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you name it. So just like Twitter. So just, I think it's just Mark Sharp Music or, or Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves that will be, will be there. And then if folk want to hear you play, I know you're playing the Garage 9th of April, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, got that. And hopefully a few festivals as well. We're playing Party in the Palace. I saw that the other day with uh, Telemetry. Yeah, and Ocean Carlson as well. Aye. I'm a massive Ocean Carlson fan, so like absolutely buzzing. They're on the main stage as well, so uh, that's a first for us. Uh, so I'm absolutely buzzing for that. Have we done part in the park as well, Ross, haven't we? I think so. It's, uh, they've changed the lineup. Yeah, they've changed, changed the lineup, haven't they? They've gone down steps. the sort of, <laughs> yeah, steps and five, is it, that they've got? I don't get me wrong, they've got a couple of bangers, but. So. See, I mean, much as I don't keep in touch with more like old music like that much now, I'm led to believe though there's not five members anymore in five. So, can they still call themselves five? It's four. Shouldn't they be if they are? Maybe they could get Front. Dave in. They could get Dave False in. False advertising. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. I'll need um, to go check out Dave now after, after this. You lost, Jeff, out Dave. But S Club 7, remember, changed to S Club when they went to six members. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Five. I wonder if five's 24 or whatever. I mean, they've got the... They never thought it through, did they? Like, if, if, someone leaves, if someone leaves, they never thought it through. When I was like, at least S Club 7, you could take just the number away. Yeah. S Club, yeah. So five, what are they going to call themselves? Well, we'll try to figure this out. I don't know. Like, There's a problem, isn't it? Four? Then they've got a problem because like, if, they, if, they, if, they, if they've only got three or four members and they call themselves three or four, then nobody's got to know it's five. Do you know what I mean? They constantly change the name when a band member leaves, and then they've got a song that five will make you get down. Aye. So it's everybody get up, five will make you get down. But if it's four, yeah. probably no one's going to be that interested, are they? So, a serious problem yeah. for them. No interest in four getting down. Shame, five. A shame for them, isn't it? Can I ask my? Um, closing question that I'm now going to ask on every podcast I'm on until the end of May. Until the end of May? Is that about Easter? <laughs> no, it's in April. I know, but well, you were going to ask a Christmas question and it's like almost... No, well, I can't do them anymore. My New Year's one's finished. Right. Um, this is going to be my um, closing question on oh. all the episodes I'm on until the end of May. Who do right. you think is going to win the Scottish Cup? Celtic. Fair. I think Celtic will do it as well, to be fair. Beat Dundee United and then beat Hearts in the semi? I reckon yeah. it will from semi. Oh, really? That's Somebody will muck up the hot and cold balls. It's what the people want, though, isn't it? <laughs> and then <laughs> will Big Ange get a treble in his first season? 
of course the treble's on. Forgot that, actually. Yeah, it's possible. Two I think you guys will get a double. Be a bit better. Just you wait. I uh, certainly wait on the six row behind that. Oh, go yeah. That felt like that was kind of just out of reaching, touching distance, but. What was it, six behind range, just so. before Christmas, and now it's yeah. three ahead, nine goals. Rangers yeah. just, other than Europe, they fall apart because it's great. Yeah, I know. And I, three points, I know it's not much, but all you basically now need to do is, it's just about you winning your games. You're yeah. in a fortunate position where you don't really need to look at, okay, if they drop points, that's handy, but you just need to win your mm-hmm. games. That's kind of where Aberdeen, we just need to pick up points. You know, teams dropping points around us has been happening a lot. And we've had, we are only where we are because teams around us have had very fortunate results when we've been awful. But that's just what you need, basically. Just focus on, you know, it's very easy, but then, okay, well, we dropped a point here, but then if they're going to get a draw, all you need to do is focus on points of the board. Three points, I think, is is okay. And your goal difference is all right as well, because you obviously play each other again. Yeah, but it feels just like an extra point in a way, doesn't it? Is it just the one Sorry. you play each other again? Oh, twice. There's one game twice, uh, right before the split. Third of April. Okay. Third of April. Yeah. Uh, when you're Celtic, because Dead Sea Souls are coming on the day after. Right. Again, and they, Gary and James, who so obviously Celtic and Rangers, which will be good fun. Well, don't spoil the surprise for everyone. No, but you, that's what you do. You build up the promo. I'll be away. <laughs> I'll listen. And that, um, that. So we both think Celtic. Okay, fun. Yeah. I think there's a decent enough chance it'll be... um, They're still in the cup, cup, so there's a chance, definitely. I think they look um, decent. I think the draw was probably quite good for you. Yeah. Hearts were probably the one you want to avoid. Yeah, that's true, Kenny. Although they are actually... I didn't realise how badly they were doing. One point out of the last 12, they're not having a good post-Christmas run either. No. Well, um, I'm happy with that. I'm happy that's with that. my question I'm going to ask you. Is that okay, John? That's my question for the end of every episode. Mm. I think we'll, we'll only get like one or two answers, probably, unless we have a fan on that's not... No, you don't know. Well, look at last year, St. Johnson. Someone must have called St. Johnson to win it. Aye, maybe. I, I kind of want to hear the Christmas one as well. Yeah. It depends where, when, when you're listening to the podcast. Oh. People might listen to it. Actually, I know what we need. What to you think people are going to listen to this in December? We'll know, be like, there's not I very know, much Christmas content I, going on I here. I know. Why are you talking about the Scottish Cup final? We're not. The fourth round's not even begun. <laughs> that jo- this is Josh's one, but I like it. It is a good music question and a good other type stuff. Three albums, so de- we call it Desert Island Dicks, not Desert Island Discs, so we don't get yeah. sued. What's your three albums you're taking? That's the both of you. Yeah, this is a good closing one. I like this. If it was three albums, take that. Three albums are booked. Uh, and I'm not item. I'm one. Yep. What is it? Three albums and an item? Three, uh, three albums, a book, and a luxury item. Uh, take train spot and book. Aye. That's uh, good. Right. Aye, uh, uh, go for the what's reading. Uh, Arctic Monkey's second album, maybe. Second album. Favourite worst nightmare, aye. Aye. And uh, a whole Tempest album. It was my favourite album in 2020. 
it was it was pretty much on all the way through the pandemic. So just it's the only man I can anchor the now. So we'll say that. And uh, I was I was quite scared to take my guitar, but if I break a string, that's it's me done. So maybe take I'll take a chance. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I was going to say I'll take my mouthy, but no, I'll take my guitar. Take your mouthy. I take it. Me no, my mouthy. Are you? Aye, aye, aye. On Monica, on Monica. Ross, Ross. Uh, I think we'll go for Runrig, the Cutter and the Clan, um, Ocean Colour Scene, Mosley Shows, absolute uh, class, and um, it's always a tricky one. Uh, let's go for let's go for up the bracket, Libertines. Oh, good choice, good choice. Great shooting it. Luxury item. Take the. Um, Depends if there's going to be power right enough. No, uh, no, take, it's a desert take, island. I was going to say take the record player to, <laughs> play, <laughs> the, to play the vinyl. Because no, you just you just take a phone, wouldn't you? Oh, <laughs> ah, to be, yeah, to be yeah. fair, you're not even going to get to play the three albums because I don't. What people are going to play them on a desert uh, island? But I was thinking that just take them to to, to look at them, uh, <laughs> and book book wise probably go for um, a more a kind of autobiography kind of type. Uh, Frank Turner's autobiography is pretty good, so yeah, probably go for that. Cool. Right, we will wrap on that one because that is a good closing question. I do like that one. So that one's guys good. to both of you. Um, and I, good luck for the upcoming gigs and all that as well. Yes, thanks and so much. Are we sawing in the inbox? Aye, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, right, cheers, guys. Cool, cheers, take right. care. Cheers, cheers guys. guys.